0: just became a raven.
1: Your art matters. That's what got me here. The race. Let's go, let's go. Ravens on free. One, two, three. One, great! Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 65 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is... Season 3, Episode 20, Every Day is a Sunday Evening. Keeping up appearances. Error. Reconfiguring.
2: Perspective, nephew. I'm here to adjust yours.
0: She's gonna have problems with her hands. Someone yeah. she can pick up plates and not feel that they're boiling. Uh-huh. You know, she's got asbestos fingers, they're gonna be rough. What is that? Is that like, a crow's foot? What the fuck?
1: At the cafe, like can I can I see something Italian? Can I see that it had an impact on you? Can I see that what Keith and Lucas went through for them six weeks that you were away were worth it, Karen?
2: Karen! you know, like the person you've become, then do something about it, because no
0: one's going to do it for you. Jared!
1: Where wild dreams are born?
0: Wait, why are you making this shit up? What do you, what's, what's wrong with you? Be, no, not like Philip. Felix. <laughs> Felix. Not working. Felix, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> asthma's doing you wonders. I watched him have a shit in an alley, and I watched him kiss his first girlfriend.
1: Must have been a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> When plans start living. Hello, mate.
0: All oh, right, gays.
1: How you doing, boozy? Holiday.
0: That's a one-dunk-and-you're-done kind of biscuit. I don't fuck about me. He's like...
2: Don't be mean, <laughs> so in. Listen, keep being me I'm going to make you call me Colonel, okay? KTM
1: over here. You just become
2: right. a raven.
1: Love that. Love that. Love that. Down oh, in the yes. snow.
2: Keith, a slab and beef? Absolutely.
1: A Las Cuevas, a One Tree Hill podcast. Sui Simon, met met encanta One Tree Hill.
0: Holiday. I was not expecting that.
1: <laughs> so hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is... Season 3, episode 20, every day is a Sunday evening, Dom, we are here, how are you my man?
0: I'm not too bad, I'm not too bad, thank you, I've sort of picked up some kind of cold um, and hopefully it goes away soon, I've done plenty of Covid tests, I seem to be okay so far, Hopefully it stays that way. But other than that, I'm okay. I've I've had a lot of vitamin C. I've got vit, like proper vitamin C tablets. I've got orange juice. I've got satsumas.
1: I'm flooding my body with goodness.
0: How are you, my friend?
1: Are, are your vitamin C tablets the Super Ted or Flintstones tablets? Super Ted. If not, it's not real vitamin C.
0: Oh, God.
1: You've been duped. (laughs) I really wish they were Super Ted. Super Ted was
0: quality. I used to have them as well.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, who did? Definitely. If you didn't, didn't? go find some. They're probably horrendously
1: out of date, but find them. Take them. Listeners, if Super Ted was just like a British thing, I don't know if he was. Do you think he was?
0: I think so. Like Banana Man.
1: I knew he was going to say that. I, yeah, I feel like Super Ted, Banana Man, Google them, listener friends. They're uh, cartoons that they were here in the UK in like early 90s, late 80s. And then, yeah, Super Ted was a teddy that was a superhero that could fly and they made him into little, you know, vitamin tablets or vitamins that might be how you pronounce it sometimes i do that for you friends uh <laughs> I, I, yeah
0: I, it's funny you say that i did that at work today i, I was on a work uh, last night sorry i was on a work call with uh some folks in america and i was teaching them how to folks. use something some folks your folks <laughs> i was just call them folks yeah anyway you people. <laughs> yeah, that's our folks and i said oh you need your mobile phone for this and then I, I said, or cell phone. And it's just, I just, I throw in, you know, I throw in their colloquialisms.
1: Yeah, you're, you're accommodating. You're doing my best. Polite, you're polite. Well, one time F and I were in a drive through in, in America and I was, you know, ordering and the the person on the other end couldn't understand what I was saying. So I just went, okay, sorry, can I get a a large Big Mac meal and a uh, a large fries and um, a diet soda? <laughs> and it worked. I mean, it's an awful impression, but they it was clear they got it, and I'm not. I'm willing to do that. <laughs> nice. Have you have
0: you seen the have you seen the reel of the person that drives up to a... Like just that whatever driver it is, like it might be McDonald's and or something, and they say, uh, do you speak Spanish? Do you have somebody who speaks Spanish? And the person that's on the like on the headset goes, I'll see you and then they just go, Okay, great, can I get a sixty <laughs> four? Like all in English. They just wanted to see if there was someone there that could like handle handle the request. And then they're, they're so and confused, they they're like, Why the hell did you ask me if I could speak Spanish? like just checking
1: (laughs) there you go keeping people on their toes minimum (laughs) wage jobs is terrible because (laughs) you know people out there making a living but dom speaking of making a living our sponsors this week (laughs) man scaped we're back You know how we feel about Manscaped, especially around the holidays. So listen, fellas, this episode of The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, is brought to you by our favorite producers of ball trimmers. Is it even a question? Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming, are leaving 2021 with new product clean yourself into the new year with their ultra premium body wash also dom little special offer alert use the code one tree that's o-n-e-t-r-e-e for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com four million men already trust manscaped it's time to join them So, I mean, Dom, what was the highlight of 2021 for you and what are you looking forward to in 2022?
0: Lots of highlights in 2021 for me. i got a new job. i got a new place to live. Podcasting with my best mate. But also, we've had the opportunity to discuss Manscaped products. So, what could be better than that? Than actually having a platform to discuss Manscaping And it's all like, okay, it's all above board. It's all legit. There's no need to be secretive about it. We can shout it out.
1: Shout it from the rooftop, my friend.
0: So much goodness in in 2021, especially this. I love this so much. Like, we've had so much great feedback about this as well. Like, 90% female, like, listenership, and they love it.
1: (laughs) They, They love hearing about ball shaving i mean yeah 2021 has been a great year this has been the first year of uh you know being a dad and um you know i guess inherently you have a dad bod now a dad body you know or you know i do being a parent and so it's been nice to de-age my balls with manscaped getting that time machine um but also yes podcasting with my best man here And just, uh, it's been a great year, momentous. But tell us about 2022, my friend.
0: 2022 is on its way. And the last thing you want is to be the guy with pubes getting in the way of making your this year, your best year yet. So 2021 sucked. And that's why Manscaped is making a splash and upping your grooming game. The Signature lawnmower 4.0 is here to take down every pube in its path.
1: Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable <laughs> grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer <laughs> features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It's even waterproof.
0: This tool is amazing and I'm confident using the 4.0. to so leave 2021 and my gross views with it. You know what I'm talking about. And you know what else I'm confident about? Smelling like a million bucks. So there we go. Pounds, bucks. We're using all the colloquialisms today. You may be asking how, and I'm happy you did, I used Manscaped Refined Cologne with the same signature scent that's in all the manscape formulas a great compliment to your collection
1: i mean let's talk about being clean feeling and smelling good the new ultra premium body wash from manscape solves all free for the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine but in the shower i shower every day dom twice a day I hope you do too. I mean, this body wash is infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice and moisturized. With Manscaped, you'll be a brand new man and ready to kick all the gross hair and smells out of 2021. But use the code Tree—that's O that's
0: O-N-E-T-R-E-E for 20% off plus free shipping at
1: manscaped.com. Dom, I'm all in on confidence and smelling good this year. Join me with Manscaped.
0: Get 20% off on free shipping with the code 1TREE, that's O-N-E-T-R-E-E, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code 1TREE. Happy New Year to your balls.
1: Excellent. Well, Manscaped, we appreciate you. Thank you for... uh, believing in our podcast in the same way that we believe in your products so for real everyone manscape.com it's awesome dom let's talk some uh, one tree hill business <laughs> we are going to nando's in london with a raven with uh, magdalena it's an open invite anyone in the uk or wants to fly in don't fly in it's not worth it um but (laughs) anyone's invited will be there and we're just going to chop it up have some good food have some good times
0: absolutely Uh, we've changed the location as well haven't we so if anybody does want to go you need to get in touch with us uh, and let us know we'll tell you where we're going you know even if we've got a scoop you up along the way we'll find a way of getting you there so yeah it'd be, it'd be awesome to to meet anyone that that decides
1: to join us
0: and get For to real. go to nando's with you i don't think we've ever been to nando's together i can't recall no, no, a, an occasion
1: we're gonna hit it so hard that nando's are gonna ban us because yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <'Cause> the man <laughs> the manscape discussion would be too far <laughs> in a restaurant say
1: <laughs> i'd love it if we're there and the whole conversation with magdalena there is just talking about manscaped she wants (laughs) to talk one tree hill we want to talk about (laughs) removal of hair from balls (laughs) Um, um well uh the jerseys the blue order of jerseys officially are going to be arriving here tomorrow uh thank you to lauren for organizing that so uh They'll be arriving, and then you and I can do an unboxing. So maybe we could do an unboxing on Sunday before we go. Yes, we could do I'll that. Get the GoPro out, and uh, and <laughs> and then we can, and then uh, yeah, and then I'll I'll ship them on to their final destinations, all across the globe, and then one more order. We will be doing one more jersey order with Wayne in 2022 and you can order any of the the that'll be for the uh, the black jerseys with the ks for you know the keith scott jerseys but we'll also do orders for the white jerseys and the blue jerseys if anybody missed out within that order shorts can be included i'll also see if we can get like those training tops or anything else because we'll go all out for the last one and then that's it people we're closing up shop wayne's gonna retire and (laughs) go off into the sunset (laughs) And there we have it.
0: He'll be a happy, happy man. Especially when he reads the email. This is the last order.
1: <laughs> it's over. Um, Yeah. So this episode. There's a lot to talk about.
0: Yes. There's a fair amount. A fair amount that happens in this episode.
1: A fair amount indeed. Oh, just to say last other thing. Home Alone, Dom and I recorded our Home Alone podcast episode. As you guys all know, all of our content is here on this one channel. And uh, we appreciate everyone that's been listening to our back catalogue of, you know, movies that we've been putting out. So please, uh, again, forgive us for some of the audio qualities and things we were like working out early on. Uh, But we appreciate people that have been getting in touch and saying how, you know, they've been enjoying, you know, those episodes. But we have a new one coming out on Christmas Day. It's already up at Ravenshoops.net. But it'll be out on Christmas Day where Dom and I cover all six. Yes, all six Home Alone movies. And that was a really fun one.
0: It was a great one. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't even know six existed um, until you told me. I knew there was about three and then we got into it. And yeah, we've got some very strong opinions about these films. So it's definitely one to listen out for. If you want to jump in. Uh, and get a listen before it gets to christmas day then just sign up to that little patreon net. give that a go you know where it's at people come on don't be a pigeon
1: don't be a pigeon that needs to be on a shirt tahani <laughs> tahani <laughs> or who's the worst character in one tree hill that we've seen so far like felix we should get you know how Kiri did the thing we, with Keith as a slab of beef? We should get a pigeon that's got Felix's face on it and put that <laughs> on a T-shirt. Just He's covered.
0: Yeah. He's just the scabbiest pigeon you've ever seen. Yeah. So that is Felix. diseased. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really. you, can, you can see the disease.
1: <laughs> and then because that episode uh we enjoyed it so much it's uh spawned inspiration for for more episodes to come so dom and i are in negotiations discussions of doing a singular <laughs> podcast episode on the first die hard or talking about you know free ninjas like series you know the four movies there as one episode the scream movies we're bringing we're we're uh we're going back to we're going back to the galaxy we're going about to do a star wars reference i'm sorry it's not a (laughs) galaxy far far away we're about to go into space to help other planets and communities that's what they're doing on the enterprise right oh my god i think what the hell is happening here is he having some sort of breakdown
0: it's like what is he talking about yeah it's, it's got him it's got him good. He had a sexy husky voice at the beginning. Now it's just the asthma's moved to his brain. That's it. Have a puff. Have a puff. Have a puff. Have a puff. All Get the puff blue. He's going blue.
1: I've He's going
0: the blue. Blue's I've the brain the steroid
1: one. one already. Blue for blue for blue's brains. the blue's the chill one. The brown one I did earlier is the one that's got steroids in that like opens your throat. So. And uh, you hear yeah. that, he's getting really cool Go <laughs> Look at that. Feel better? The Enterprise. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember I have to remember to take this to football. It's gonna be the first time I have played sport uh since having inhalers. And now that kid with the inhalers Yeah <laughs> right, in put, put him in put him in goal. <laughs> He, can, he can't you, breathe, but
0: he can play in goal. He's
1: <laughs> blowing a bit, mate. He's blowing. Have a puff. Stand in goal for a bit. Get between the sticks.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you could say we're going to boldly go where no podcast has gone before and try and get beyond far point going.
1: We're not going to try. This shit's going to happen, and you know what's going to happen because of you. So Dom had been telling me for ages his secret of how he can watch and binge. So tough, so tough. You're basically the Usain Bolt of binging. You're, you're the Michael Phelps. You're the Tiger Woods. Fifteen years ago, you're the. Who else is really good at every? You're, you're Messi. You're Antonio. You declan Rice, Antonio your Nathan laugh. Scott <laughs> you' LeBron James, you Nickel Nicolas cage <laughs> or binging, and the that... secret is tell tell everyone the secret that you told me
0: just just watch the stuff while you're doing other stuff <laughs> there's no there's no real big secret but you got to learn to slightly multitask here. You've got to be able to listen, occasionally get the visuals in, but be doing other shit whilst you're, you, you know, whilst you're watching. So if you're washing up, if you're doing stuff around the house, if you're looking after your little one, okay, it's difficult with the little one, but if you're just doing stuff around the house and things like that, have it on. Just keep it going, keep it running. If you need to watch it again because you missed something, go you go and watch it again. That's fine. But, you know, if you're, running on your treadmill like you said you do sometimes you know chuck that on if you're doing some work and it's particularly quiet just have it on just have it playing yeah i got through the office so fast because i just had it continuously playing whilst i was supposedly working
1: well that that is the way and what have, we have a we have a playroom for the little guy and uh there's a tv in there and you know fire stick on there so it's got netflix and all the rest of it And, uh, yeah, I've been quite happily just playing with him, uh, and then just at the moment I've got Dawson's Creek on in the background, I've just been smashing through it, um, and it's great, so I'm, like, way ahead of Lex, and I'm just gonna, so the, the point is, is gonna, uh, when we finish Dawson's Creek, which I imagine maybe be, like, February or something, um, and if I get way ahead of her, I might just go straight on to Star Trek, um, But I'm excited. Uh, We're gonna do the Dom and I are gonna do the same format. So we're gonna do two a podcast episode for every half a season. So every season of Star Trek: The Next Generation, we'll do two podcast episodes talking about them. Like, is it 24 in a season?
0: Yeah, yeah, for, uh, for the most part, yeah.
1: So one episode for every 12, and yeah, we're gonna get into it. I'm excited. I'm fully. I'm ready to submit. I'm, I'm emerging I'm, I'm throwing my face and bobbing for apples and I'm pulling up oh, damn it not the Millennium Falcon damn it. you said it a minute ago the Enterprise the Enterprise <laughs> <laughs> Jesus have a puff <laughs> sorry I've got some champagne here okay oh
0: have you actually oh my god he actually has he's got a full flute what we celebrate today oh fuck it it's Wednesday I'm gonna bang in some champagne La de fucking da. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's such a shame that people don't hear my laugh because you're hilarious and it does. I need to put in some like canned laughter from like friends, you know,
0: <laughs> there's like an audience of 600 people just like laughing at my stupidness. That I would think actually you should, really you should do a because we record the zoom is you should just put out just the clip of you laughing over like on the loop. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, like evidence that he does actually laugh at the shit Dom says.
1: You you crap me up every week. This actually isn't champagne. This is prosecco, and this oh, was just uh... throw
0: that shit on the floor. Go and get the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> What's this that? Seven F- pound a bottle. Boring. Go and get the thirty five pound <laughs> stuff. Come on. <laughs>
1: it's the same let's be honest it's the same
0: it's basically the same
1: except saying that you could also say that a nike trainer is the same as a deodora in that it's the same function but it's not is it it's not
0: one is a simple tennis shoe the other is nike
1: <laughs> there we go <laughs> well what actually what this was was f um you know fc yoga teacher now i'm And uh, she still does writing and, 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 uh, you know, marketing and things as a consultant. But she's fully, you know, sole trader, self-employed, killing that shit. Uh, She has got a, uh, she's teaching a new class at Sopwell House.
0: Ooh, fancy. That's proper, that's England football team kind of territory right there
1: yeah man should be a, a wag bit. before you know it <laughs> yeah once i put my performance in on monday you know what i'm saying hey, <laughs> give me my inhaler.
0: just, just be happy no. john terry's not in the england team anymore
1: <laughs> oh jesus christ this is a person well because he slept with people's wives yeah <laughs> he he's also just a horrendous horrendous douchebag right like sort of scum of the earth kind of guy right correct like racist, an adulterer, just a prick.
0: I'm not sure about the racist thing, but he's definitely an adulterer.
1: Yeah, no, he was um that was his thing. He said uh he said a racist comment to somewhat to someone and then and then had the adultery thing.
0: Oh yeah, fair enough.
1: Wasn't okay. it wasn't it Antoine Ferdinand actually?
0: Oh it might be, yeah.
1: Is this sounding familiar? I just, because I don't know I, know, I know more about football now, but I didn't know much about football back in the day. But I remember it was like, oh, he is a, uh, he is a complete douchebag. Let's see. That sounds um, about right. Too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anton Ferdinand. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, this happened in 2011 and John Terry saying that he reached out to him Recently, or maybe in 2011, I don't know. I can't speak on it because I don't know the facts. But yeah, he was definitely. He said he said some sort of racial slur to Anton Ferdinand, and then he also slept with his teammate's wife. Is that right? While yeah, he was what, married as well, or something like that.
0: Yeah, it was Wayne Bridge's wife, wasn't it? So there you go. <laughs> Another Wayne that a life has been ruined.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not by us though. Not by, so, not this uh, time. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Fuck John Terry. But um Yeah, but she she did she was doing this class tonight. Um and uh yeah, no one showed up. <gasps> but like it wasn't it's is different. Like it isn't like her class, it was the first one. So like the Sotwell House, they were did all of the promoting and did all of the things. So I think she had like Uh, like five or six people booked on which is like a full class and none of them showed up but i think it's because today in the uk there was like an emergency briefing from the prime minister uh, basically telling everyone not to go outside so i reckon it was was at the same time that that happened so it might have been something to do with that but anyway on the way home she picked up some pudding and some prosecco so
0: (laughs) the two peas pudding and prosecco nice Yeah. What pudding did you get?
1: Um, Marks and Spencer's. uh, Their best ever. That's what it says on the box. Um, What is it called? Damn it. If I describe it, will you be able to get what it is? It's like. Have a puff. (laughs) It's like two tubes like of like uh, like as if it was a donut but Ganesh chocolate Ganesh (laughs) Ganesh damn it
0: Ganesh is a Hindu god
1: (laughs) our god is left he's actually got up and left I enjoyed that. (laughs) How did you say it? Ganesh? Ganesh. Ganesh. You said Ganesh. I was saying it phonetically. Is that not how it's spelled phonetically? Chocolate Ganesh.
0: (laughs) It was really good. It sounds lovely. It
1: sounds sounds, sounds nice. Should I get us some for our road trip on... Uh, Sunday. Oh, you don't like eating in the car? I don't mind. Have you had the Colin the Caterpillars, the vegetarian ones, the gummy ones MMS. MS? Really good. <laughs> Have you had the fizzy ones? Oh, yeah. The tangy ones, they're
0: good. They're really good.
1: I do a whole bag, man. no a whole bag i have to buy two bags because that's mine and then i have to give f a bag because i can't share because i i want to eat them all (laughs)
0: oh so good do you ever get a bag of the the faces colin caterpillar faces
1: oh no i i've still got the percy pig ones i didn't know that the colin faces
0: you know you know like when you get the the cake and the the face is like (sighs) The, the thick yes. white, white chocolate that's, like, whacked yeah. on the front. Yeah. You can get, a like, a bag of them. Like small oh, nice. White
1: versions. M&S is the best. I'd go as far as to say... I mean, they don't have, like, proper big supermarkets, do they? But, like, as far as, like, food goes, I think it's my favourite. It's definitely... I mean, I... We're a Sainsbury's... We're Sainsbury's people, but... Um, As our general shop, I mean, this is great for our ninety percent American listenership.
0: (laughs) Well, it's the whole it's the whole Manscaped thing all over again. (laughs) Sainsbury's probably most people.
1: (laughs) Well, I I don't even know what Sainsbury's would be the equivalent of. I mean, because we've got Asda here, which is owned by Walmart, so Asda, I guess, is our Walmart equivalent, and then Tesco is like our one up from Asda, and then Sainsbury's is like our one up. From Tesco, and then you go into like Waitrose, M&S territory, and then below Asda, you got like your Aldi and Lidl. You were in the industry for a long time, Dom. Is that, is that basically? Is that how you see it in the orderings?
0: You put Aldi and Lidl quite high.
1: No, I put them at the bottom. Aldi <laughs> and Lidl bottom, then Asda, Tesco, Sainsbury's, M&S, and Waitrose.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of class and standard.
1: So one tree hill let's go for it who do you want to start with who do you want to start with
0: i'd love to get jake and peyton out of the way to be honest yeah what <laughs> your reaction
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i think that's a great idea i think uh you do a great as we found out on the home alone episode you do great synopses. Synop- Synopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> Synopsis. Chocolate ganesh. Danish. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> I'd like to call it Danish.
0: <laughs> Ganache.
1: Ganache. Yeah. Is there? Are you sure? There's a second A in it. <laughs> Is there not? Is there not a second A in it?
0: Just, all right, I'm going to type it out for you. I'll, I'll use the chat. I'm not allowed in the chat very often. Just, you have to preach it like this. Like, this You is...
1: said it's... Are you it... going to write how it's spelled or... Oh, G-Nash.
0: So, like, G-Nash. Like, kids g-nash.
1: G-Nash. Yeah. But how do you spell it for real? I
0: don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: out here judging i might be spelling it out how it actually is written
0: it's spelt like this
1: and then will you also describe what it is in case they don't have it in other countries or it goes by another name ganache right 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 okay so it's spelt ladies and gentlemen g-a-n-a-c-h-e ganache will you explain what it is for our friends but they probably will know. Just in case. <laughs> it's a cream filled sandwich that's oblong with chocolate on top that's kind of like donut texture.
0: Are you talking about an eclair?
1: Oh my god, it's an eclair.
0: Oh my god, like Ganache is actually like the chocolate itself. It's like a creamy chocolate uh, kind of.
1: It's a cream-filled make... eclair. It's a cream-filled oh best-ever eclair. God, this is... <laughs> I don't buy them, <laughs> F does. They're lovely. It's an eclair. It's an eclair.
0: I might have ganache on the top of it.
1: That might be the chocolate. So what do you think I always have? Just a little bit of chocolate?
0: I don't know. What the fuck you're all about? It just made me laugh that you said ganache.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: oh god
1: so will you give us a synopsis of Jake and Peyton of what, like if you can just give us the breakdown of like what <coughs> happened and then we can kind of just talk through our thoughts and feelings about it
0: well essentially Peyton, is, Peyton rocks up at Jake's gaff, he's in Savannah at his gaff, <laughs> <laughs> he's, gaff. He's, he's, he's rolling down to his gaff
1: Gaff is Cockney slang for house. Or just yeah. Slang she rocks, rocks
0: up uninvited, I might add. Um So Peyton and Jake. We discover Jake is in Savannah. He has custody of Jenny, but on a like weekend basis because he's still on sort of terms with Nikki. They've gone to court in Savannah to kind of discuss how it's gonna operate. And he is kind of going through the motions. He gets like drug tested and does like alcohol tested and and what have you to make sure that he's on the straight and narrow. I'm guessing that's part of possibly parole conditions, seeing as he just came out of prison, but I'm not sure, but it's definitely part of the custody Mm -hmm. conditions uh, when it comes to trying to get full custody of Jenny again. And he's kind of, he's almost like at peace with it. He's kind of like used to it now. I think he struggled with it at first, like he mentions, but he's really got to a good place with it. He's comfortable with where he is for him, it's just kind of work, sleep, work, sleep, time with Jenny, and that's kind of what he's after.
1: And he he even says that uh, he thinks Nikki is trying. It sounds like he's not even on he's not even on bad terms with her, which made me think. Then why are you going for full custody? Why don't you go for some kind of you know what what do they call it? Dual custody, shared Sh- custody, shared ownership. <laughs> what is it?
0: Yeah, joint custody. Shared
1: joint custody. That's joint custody. <laughs> it's a ganache. I don't know. All I heard all I heard was custard, back to Ganache, back to Eclair. It's just trauma.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, bless your soul. Bless your soul. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's such a sweet boy.
1: What is your problem? It's I'm the tough. drugs. It's the drugs. Well Sorry, I continue, you're giving a great synopsis.
0: Uh, Yeah, so Jake does uh, appear to be kind of at ease with it and is working with Nikki and he even says he's come to the realisation that he's connected to her for life so kind of why fight it is almost what, you know, he might as well go with the flow do the best that he can be the best dad that he can, be present be happy and go from there and uh, Peyton is there to basically shit on his parade. Um, She's turned up uh, feeling... No, I'm, I'm kidding. She's not feeling, like, sorry for herself, but there's moments of tension between them where she's trying to elicit or kind of find out where the flame is between them. You know, has the spark gone? Has it not? And she's kind of posing all these questions to him. There's a, there's an awkward moment between them as they're walking through the street, uh, which we'll get to. And, yeah, we kind of find out that Peyton is kind of willing to do anything to, to stay and be with Jake.
1: Yeah, and within that, we see Jenny. And my first question to you, Dom, is, is that Grace, who was on the podcast, trying to work it out? I didn't look in the credits. Would they credit a baby?
0: Yeah, I would have thought so. She has quite a fair amount of screen time.
1: Yeah, okay, maybe I'll go back and check. But from your watch, did you instinctually think, I know that baby, or no?
0: Yeah, I know who that baby has become. <laughs> yeah. i know that maybe now
1: <laughs> okay excellent so hopefully you know someone on the podcast i i watched the last 20 minutes of this on my rewatch uh with f before coming on because i was running a bit behind so we watched it in the living room and uh i was like explaining to her what's been happening and she was like and dan came on she was like oh you know him i was like yeah yeah we do and then she said A bit later she's like oh is that barbara allen woods i was like yes it is of star trek pain (laughs) (laughs) yeah there you go had a star trek uh cast member on it actually still blows my mind that we had that conversation with paul johansson and barbara allen woods like i can't believe we did that was there some of the highlights of our podcasting of 2021 like yeah. crazy and we did it before drama queens existed you know
0: definitely yeah without a doubt that was massive it was mega i think it's only because of drama queens that we've kind of not had the luck or the opportunity that we've had with like um barbara allen Woods and paul johansson is is because drama queens are kind of i i kind of guess that they feel like they've done it they kind of they've gone on there and that's they said that what they've had to yeah. say they might not really want to do
1: you know discuss it
0: again so more for them you know we're we're much more fun
1: to talk to i think so well we got we got uh we got colin coming on in a new year and i'm sure that they'll do that as well when they get to 316 but we would we'd have already have all the exclusives here yeah standard <laughs> standard nice. um okay and so my next question then is what oh, Firstly, I only see it every now and again. Hilary Burton's eyes are crazy, man. They're like kind of amber-yellow. You sort of see it a lot in this episode and the way that it's lit. Crazy. Like in a nice way, in a complimentary way. I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed.
0: Have
1: a look, my man. Have <laughs> a look. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, I it's a rough one i always remember when this episode when we saw peyton arrive at the climax of the previous episode i knew this episode was going to be the next one and i kind of remember this one as a little bit like mm, oh, that episode but then everything that happens with nathan that we'll talk about it's like oh this episode yes So is that what your sentiment is? Is that why you wanted to start with Peyton and Jake?
0: Yeah, because I'm going to say something a little bit controversial. Might get a bit of backlash. The Peyton lovers out there um, might have something to say about it. But hopefully it's all directed at you. So I don't really care.
1: (laughs) I'm your barrier. I'm your shield (laughs) from all the abuse that will come through on the Instagram and Patreon.
0: Absolutely. So... It was a really nice surprise when she turned up at the airport at the end of the episode last week, and it it was to see Jake, not Weirdo Pete. Um, And and, and that was really, really nice. But when we get to this episode, with everything else that happened in the episode, all of the Peyton and Jake stuff could have been in the bin. Could have have, have been written out. Could have not been in this episode, and it would have been a great episode. But Mm -hmm. it's just wet blanket wednesday with those two isn't it unfortunately it just kind of really really ruined it for me these these two in this episode it's just if 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 they had a separate episode away from this let's say let's say like karen and lucas on their journey we know they they've gone off for a drive somewhere or whatever we had half of it being karen and lucas half of it being jake and payton that's kind of slightly more kind of acceptable I think and a bit more enjoyable and a bit more like agreeable
1: as a combo in, a, but, in alignment yeah
0: yeah but with have all like the the like pent-up emotional kind of raw kind of stuff that's happening on the basketball court and all the dance stuff it just kind of really brought you down Kind of get into them, and it's just like Jake's so softly spoken, isn't he? So lovely, but he, he just whispers everything. And, and Haley's whisper, oh my god, that's getting to me now since you've mentioned it. Uh, yeah. and it just appears that like the whisperers of this series are very unusual. Uh, I just the, the I Jake, told you,
1: it gets so much worse, <laughs> so much worse coming. The,
0: the Jake ness of the episode almost couldn't. Handle the patent of the episode you know, The the of the episode Because she was like mm-hmm. Trying to be clingy but not be clingy And trying to be cool but she wasn't being cool And it's just like oh my god just be yourself For like two minutes and it, Just say what you got to say It took her an entire fucking episode to say what she wanted to say And then right at the end of the episode She just totally fucked it up in my eyes But
1: oh well i can yes valid points my friend Uh, i mean a couple things to say is that i think they messed up the order of this like the we'll talk about nathan's episode which was great but they should have finished the episode on him hitting that free throw the the no look free throw that should have been the crescendo ending but they ended it on the let's get married with peyton and jake and it's like, actually, I would have rather finished on the the up note of the basketball episode.
0: And and like, it's not the first time that's happened. Like, we've had an episode where, was it Lucas that's lifted in the air and is kind of like celebrating? And then the episode continues and you're like, what the hell are they doing? It's just like, stop there. It's a perfect moment to stop. But the no look free throw will get there. But what a perfect opportunity to just go dunk, uh-huh. celebrate loving life we're out of it that and that would have been great but yeah we we then get like mope city and they're just sort of sitting around and like should we get married really the oh the nectar thing the cup this is like the best thing i've ever had it's like the nectar of the whatever she says fuck off <laughs> I, would have, I would have smashed that coffee out of her hand and walked off and be like get fucked <laughs> And also, Jake, oh taking, a li- <laughs> taking a liquid that you've purchased from another premises into a restaurant is probably not allowed. So she'll have to leave that outside anyway. Joke saying, <laughs> oh, should we get some food to go with that drink? <laughs> no, not allowed. You
1: can't. Yeah, that's not the rules. It's actually insulting. It's like going into a KFC with a McDonald's milkshake. Or Damn the or the McDonald's fries and be like your fries are trash, Colonel. Everyone knows it. the KFC fries are absolute trash. The McDonald's fries are perfect. Give me a Zinger Tower burger, vegan meat for you to go with it. Done. Eat it in your
0: car. They can't see it in your car. That's it. Mix
1: and match. <laughs> Mix and match in the car, not in a restaurant, not Jake. In a restaurant. Jake you're an amateur. Well, you know what that reminds me of is when we, back in the day, we would always say that Jake and Peyton together would be so obnoxious. And there was some obnoxious, obnoxiousness here with certain lines that are very Jake and Peyton-isms, Jaytonisms, shall we say, of, where's your head at, Peyton? That was one. And then uh, the other one that Peyton always says to Jake is, How's your life, Jake? Like, it's the the phrasing of it. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just their whole episode, I, re- like, I didn't enjoy. Like, because Jake, I like Jake as a character, I really do. And Peyton, we've grown to like this series, but this was, like, a complete like rewind on both of them to be honest i thought I, I couldn't wait for their bits to end just to get to good bits and on my second watch i thought can i get away with fast-forwarding them can i get away with not watching their bit at all is that un unraven of me what what should Did i you? do no i watched Did it of course you? i of course i watched it
1: committed to the pod i wish i
0: wish i'd fast-forwarded it that's how that's how honest i'm being is i definitely would have fast forwarded all of their moments because they were horrendous I, I really did not enjoy their journey in this episode at all <laughs> can very i just ask you very passionate. About you
1: have you have a lot of hobbies right you play football <laughs> you uh you do martial arts you like kicking people in the nuts and stuff that's your new thing your new martial art is basically kick someone in the nuts and run away right Craft yes <laughs> correct uh i have do you remember at my barbecue my friend cameron he does krav maga he's super into it but he's also super into the i like the idea of street fighting not like as in he wants to fight in the street but like he's his idea is like if i have to defend myself i'm just going to do whatever i need to do and just get away kind of thing um but yeah you have many hobbies you've got football martial arts watching football west ham actually i can't put west ham into this because they would definitely lose but and you've got podcasting the passion i see in your eyes is podcasting up there it's got to be up there as one of your favorite hobbies now and do you class it as a hobby
0: yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it's podcast wednesdays and then any other ch- opportunity i get to i get to podcast with you of course definitely up there
1: what made it's you ask good. that because I saw how much you, how passionate you was in that delivery. And people don't get to see your face, but you was really into it. And I, I was into it. And I was just thinking, I'm looking at someone that's really enjoying themselves right now. <laughs> and I just wondered if you were aware of how much you are enjoying it, you know, or if you see it as a hobby or you see it as, I don't know, like something else, you know.
0: Some, sometimes when I listen back, I think... Um oh god I, I i got really got into that didn't i you know I, I don't real don't always realize at the time that i uh i'm kind of like even laying into someone or i've said something in particular that's like kind of tickled you or something like that but um yeah i, I love it i love podcasting it's so much fun
1: you're perfect at it man and it's the uh the more intense and like blinded by Peyton's obnoxiousness or when you used to like go in on Karen in the earlier seasons and things they're the best moments they're they're my favorite moments is when you just go in on it or I love it when we're able to build on like what the other one said you know and we can sort of yeah I love it it's great but um okay yeah so I do like the moment when they're at the bar and Jake's like, you got to be careful with those musicians. And then he gets called up and he's just like, oh yeah, you know, I date Shakira most nights. She's not aware of it, but you know, it happens about like, you know, the Pete Wentz thing.
0: Was that a masturbating joke?
1: (laughs) I couldn't quite quite
0: figure it out. I thought it was, yeah, a joke about masturbating. Like I, I I date Shakira like most nights. She doesn't know about it. Like, the most nights thing kind of makes it sound is what I'm asking is is Jake manscaped in preparation for? for yeah,
1: I mean, what else is he doing? He's he's alone five nights of the week, <laughs> uh, and he's not allowed to go out or anything. You know, he's on dial-up internet, but eventually those pictures load.
0: <laughs> those hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whenever whenever <laughs> we're meant to be together, I am here and you are there and our baddie daughter. And Jake's just like yeah <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> shakira on three, one, two, three, shakira. She <laughs> <laughs> wolf <laughs> <laughs> Well oh, um he goes on, he sings, so Jake in real life, Brian Greenberg, he does have a singing career. Like he's released, I don't know if he's released albums. I'm not too up on it, but he's definitely released CDs. I'm guessing it's an album. I've seen like a a album cover. It might've been like a EP or whatever. No wait, LP, which one's the short one? EP.
0: Yeah. LP's long player, isn't it? Or something like that. Right.
1: EPs are usually like five tracks or something, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Um, So, yeah, and when they do the conventions, I don't know. I I know he's done it a few times. I don't know if it happens every time, but they have live performances. So, like, when Bethany Joy Lenz is there, they usually have her perform, like, Halo and other songs and whatever that she's done in the show. You're not sure about that. Are you going to be, oh, my God, don't embarrass me at the convention. Do not embarrass me. I swear to God. (laughs) They made me like kick you while we're standing next to next to you while we're watching the performance of halo because you start laughing or something would you
0: Don't i can't I, like whenever you say halo i just imagine beyonce it's a great song every time it's just beyonce to me so it's just hayley singing a beyonce song in my head i, I know it is i can't hit he-
1: i can't hear how the beyonce one goes but i know i love that song how's it go
0: I'm not. I can't sing it. I can't. Because you'll just say the words.
1: Just say the words. Halo over and over again. <laughs> okay. I want to hear it. Say it.
0: I, I can find it, and we can play it. No,
1: I want. Would... Okay, no, don't play it. I want you to to translate it over to me. Natural halo, halo. No, no, I'm just making it up. He's getting it. Come on. Boom, boom. Can you skip to the chorus? Remember those walls I yeah. here. It's like I've been awake. Oh, this is a banger. Mm-hmm.
2: Halo I Maybe. Everything I need and more. more. I over your face
0: <laughs> baby I can see your Halo da, 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 da. Yours is
1: better Yours is better. Fire' <laughs> <laughs> at the convention Bethany Joy then steps up with just go joy. Joy, joy. Save it, save it. pass the mic. I'm going to do Beyonce's version (laughs) (laughs) Queen B
0: motherfucker (laughs) I am Simon Fierce
1: (laughs) (laughs) good reference good reference game good reference game but you can come in like Jay Z (laughs) yeah (laughs) just don't cheat on me with Becky with the good hair
0: oh god (laughs) fighting the lift
1: (laughs) (laughs) that'd be Magdalena (laughs) <laughs> she'll attack she'll attack you for you cheating on me oh dear we go all over the place here don't we so bad what so ever? bad
0: back to I'd... back to crazy jake
1: <laughs> right brian greenberg jake starts singing he kind of sings a bit like like as if uh he's in like rem or something i mean what what did you think of the song
0: uh it was all right it was okay was it called sometimes something
1: some someday I think someday because it was well it was written about Peyton so it's not like some sometimes would be more accurate sometimes <laughs> my, this happens it's
0: my favorite song of the episode I don't know what it's called I was hoping it, Emily, Emily Emily would come on and tell us what it was
1: <laughs> that's a classic Dom move we ask our Raven what their favorite song is and then we think oh good yeah, that'll be yeah. mine too. I'll
0: take you that one, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> what background <laughs> artist did they have? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
1: Yeah, it's like, called Someday, and he said it. It was basically alluding that he'd written it about Payton. I, I, I like the thing that he's... <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> I like the um, what he was saying about, you know, he looks at the freeway... Off ramp that he could be back in Tree Hill in six hours, 24 minutes, guessing there's no traffic, Jake. Um, to get back, you know, it's quite quite a nice sentiment.
0: I've got questions, I've got questions about the whole Jake
1: situation. You you always do, you always do. You're a counter, you're a counter of Gabe's tablets, (laughs) he's done, you're a counter of Kevin McAllister's windows in Home Alone. Yeah, go on. So
0: Jake, in an earlier life, grabs Jenny and runs off, right? He has helped to run off. They tell Nikki he's gone to Seattle, correct? Yep. But he's gone to Savannah. Because he's got a family there, Mm -hmm. right? That's where he goes. Mm -hmm. He goes to Savannah, hiding out and all that shit. Yep. What I don't get, what I don't understand, and this may have been some sort of error or misjudgment, is that, in this episode, he says Nikki's parents live in Savannah. Are from Savannah? Yeah. So yeah. why would you like run straight to where Jenny is accessible to Nikki's family? It doesn't. It it didn't add up for me that that bit of the episode. I didn't know whether that was just like an error in judgment. They kind of forgotten where he'd run off to. Why he's there? You know, it didn't make sense to me why he would run to exactly where her family lived. And then suddenly have to live there because, you know, of the custody battle. So that bit kind of miffed me a little bit. I wasn't really sure what was what was happening here.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point. (laughs) I think they kind of tried to wreck on it, kind of, and be like, uh, you know, yeah, actually, it would be where Nikki's parents is, and try and put Jake in a place where he can't come back. You know, where he's kind of tied to, but. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of a continuity error. They they should have just... Because he said that he... They said he'd been in contact with Peyton after the school shooting. So he could have been in a different place and then told her when he was in contact with her. And so it could have been that they're in, like, I don't know, Kansas or something or anywhere other than Savannah. And she gets a flight there and then it's like, well, I'm here because... Nikki's here with Jenny and Nikki's here because her parents are here and they've got custody of her cup for the next year. So that's why I'm here. You know, it would have made more sense that way. So they should have just chosen anywhere but Savannah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the family have moved from Savannah to be here because, you know, I couldn't move because I've got a ankle bracelet now.
1: Right, right. Something, <laughs> yeah. But, you right.
0: know, it, either way, it just felt like, a bit of an error, and you know if anyone can correct me and say this is why, you know, please try <laughs> try <laughs> try you'll be wrong, but try
1: <laughs> you are you are on one tonight, young man. you are on one
0: it's the it's the disease the disease that's got me it's just making it's me say, all it over. Of shit.
1: yeah, <laughs> it's a parasite, <laughs> okay, well. Peyton's also on Ravenshoops. I about to say net but dot com. She wishes she was on net. She wishes .net had in you know existed at that point. Checking in with the game, and uh, they sort of had they talk about this, that and the other, you know, and the whole point the whole episode is named after their storyline is that feeling on a Sunday evening when you know you've got school or work or whatever the next day which that for real is a real thing <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a feeling that you know playtime's over and it ends with you know her saying let's get married so what is your predictions <sighs>
0: Jake's gonna say no, he's gotta say no, surely. And if he's if he's silly enough to say yes, then Larry will kick the shit out of Peyton and be like, "Fuck <laughs> no, this isn't happening. Get your ass back to school. I've decided I'm not going out on boats anymore. I'm gonna do whatever from home." Um, but when did, Jake it's Kevin a, when did Jake become a? When did Jake become a 35 year old man? I don't, I don't understand. Jake is like, he's supposed to be what 18, 17. He's acting like mm-hmm. he's older than me. It's just its ridiculous. I know he's had to yeah. grow up quickly and he's had to do all this and do all that, but just the way he speaks, the way he acts, just the way he is, it's like its not even a, a proportion of him that's still, oh, you know, I want to finish high school. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's just, it's, it's very odd. It's really odd watching him. I find it really difficult. And then Peyton trying to match it as well, but then going, oh, I can get my... Is it a GED? I get my GED. I can do that now. And then I could go to college here and we could, you know, oh, well, will you marry me? I, oh, my God. Like, I, I kept it in in the watch-along video. I didn't keep much Peyton and Jake stuff in the watch-along video because I, <laughs> I just didn't react to it other than pure disappointment. But that bit, I, 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 I reacted quite heavily because I thought, what the hell is she doing? What are just, what it's like the ultimate knee-jerk reaction? Like, He's finally said that he he loves you. Well, you said, Do you love me? And he went, Yeah. I get like, that's kind of my guess. And it's just like, All right, he's bedded you now um, since you've been back. He's actually bothered to do it. He thought of Shakira the whole time. And now all of a sudden, you, you want to oh get married. So fact. you want to get married because baby Jenny went, Mama. And you think that somehow you marrying him will set him free of all this Nikki trouble and you'll gain custody because you'll, you know, suddenly become some sort of partner in this, you know, scheme. And it, it doesn't make sense. It, it's just, I, it, I think it's her imagination running wild that she could be, uh, you, you know, Jenny's mom when um, he finally gets full custody. And it, it's just, it just feels very odd to me. It feels very strange. And I, I guess it's the, the, maybe the adoption connection. She's, she, she thinks she could adopt, maybe she could adopt Jenny and it will, she'll be giving that opportunity to, to baby Jenny that you know she had with with her adopted mother something like that I don't know I do however think that there won't be a Peyton Jake wedding so I will say that maybe they'll I think he's smart enough to talk her out of it
1: I'd say nothing we'll, well, all, we'll, we'll see we'll sit there. No, it's good we'll see I've run
0: dry <laughs> on them now <laughs>
1: Tom's like, I blacked out for a moment. What
0: happened? (laughs) When did we start podcasting? Jesus.
1: Where am I? Why am I not in my parents' house? I moved (laughs) out? I have a new job?
0: (laughs) What is this huge duck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, do you think that maybe Peyton also, this is like out of desperation because she doesn't want to be alone? And you think about Peyton, she's always, like, alone. Besides Larry being around recently, she's always alone in in that big house. She, you know, Lucas is with Brooke, and Nathan and Haley are together, and, you know, all of her friends are in couples. Like, she, you know, even gravitated to Rachel in an episode to drink together, and, like, the only other... She's kind of she doesn't really have anybody left in tree hill it's like everyone's already moved on you know as a maybe she's desperate for a next step or to be included in her and have her own journey going on
0: i i guess so And uh, maybe the 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 kind of want to be in a couple everybody's coupled up and she kind of fills that void um and, and i still think it's just like a knee-jerk reaction though it's they're happy because they're together. They're happy because they're together. Like we could be happy if we're together. So let's get married. Let's let's make let's solidify it and make it you know official. Kind of like Haley and Nathan have. You know they they got through some really tough times, but they figured it out. And look how happy they are now. Um, and I guess yeah, that's definitely on the cards. It's definitely a thought, but I just can't see it happening. I still think Jake is too sensible, and he'll go, "You're crazy. Your your dad'll never let that happen." regardless of your age and you you know finishing high school if I could finish high school meaning Jake then I would definitely do it I wouldn't be in the situation that I'm in now as much as I love Jenny you know it it wasn't where I wanted to be at the age of 16 or whatever I wanted to be playing basketball with my friends and finishing high school and all of that stuff so I think he'll Talk her out of it. Uh, like I said, I, I I think Jake is a is very much a bit part for the for the rest of One Tree Hill. I don't think he's coming back permanently to to One Tree Hill or to Tree Hill. He's he's there as as, as a bit part in these kinds of episodes. Like he'll visit, they visit, we see Jenny. That's kind of that's kind of all I see him happening. I she still holds a candle to Lucas, uh, Lucas and Brooke being all loved up and stuff makes it difficult for her but when that comes crashing down she'll be the one there to pick up the pieces so i think i think it's patience Peyton has got this thing in her head about everybody leaves but you know actually not not everybody has left (laughs) you know her dad her dad is there like you know larry's there larry's available lucas and, and um brooke are there Nathan and Haley are there, and I guess they they are going off to college. But Brooke's the one that's the the most fearful of that because she's the one that actually doesn't have a path thought out for herself, you know, where she wants to go, you know, as well as Peyton. But you know, she hasn't really considered her her future. But now Lucas's future is is up in the air because you know basketball was kind of his thing, and he was you know hoping to be able to get some sort of scholarship. So you know it's less expensive for him to go to to college. So there's there's all these things that are up in the air and she's just fixated on everybody leaves when actually there's quite a few people that are still around. So just calm it,
1: Kermit. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. I love it. And we get a good uh, patronism that she got from Ellie of just because uh, every song ends, is that any reason to not enjoy the music? Which is a great piece of advice or a great uh quote or sentiment so that's good you did just remind me of a couple of things in there firstly we now have a discord channel so i'm working out discord as i go <laughs> because this is new to me but we have um it's on our it's uh on our raven ravenshoops.net so it's for our ravens and you'll find a link on there and you just if you don't have it already you just download the app use the link on our Ravenshoots.net, and then you'll be in there and access to all of that we've got three threads we've got one that is spoilers uh one that is spoiler free and then one that is non-related one tree hill chat and it's great we've got loads of ravens in there and we're you know chatting it all up it's great fun but dom the reason i bring it up is because i put a question out on there yesterday i think just saying what episode are you most excited for dom to see for the first time and it just went nuts there's like so many different episodes and people going back and forth about you know what they're excited for you to react to so uh yeah and to see his reactions live or via highlight videos then ravenshoops.net it's like one the podcast itself is obviously like the main event the meal the main course but the watch along is definitely the starter and then you know I was really hoping you'd
0: say (laughs) the ganache
1: (laughs) oh god and then the highlight video is like the pudding because if you missed it you've got it there or if you just want to see the highlights you know Dom does a great job at editing those together and they go out you know, on our Patreon, so enjoy them and get involved. I will be joining the Discord
0: group that I'm allowed in, but um, I have tried about 10 times, and it just won't It won't let me register anything. It hates me. Which I signed up, started at log, like started a new account, and then did whatever, and then it, it didn't log in. So I tried to log in, and it said that you don't exist. So I tried to sign up again. And it's like, let me put in my date of birth and all of that. And then I try to log in. I don't exist. So yeah, it hates me.
1: Harrison and Nick are like the masters of the discord. Um, So Harrison, Nick is your your bound duty to assist Dom, help him get in the discord. Because we made that, there's a chat. We made the channel in there for no spoilers specifically. So you can be in there and chat it up. And then nick was saying and harrison was saying that you can mute the spoiler one so you won't even see it it won't even come up so then people can talk you know things like that like what episodes they're looking forward to reacting to etcetera, in there and then we've got another thread that is non-related one tree hill chat so if people just want to chat about you know other tv shows and movies or whatever so yeah so harrison nick get in contact with dom on instagram or wherever and uh that'd be great
0: awesome
1: so, okay, one other question I wanted to ask you. Um, so we're done with, Pay- with Peyton and Jake, but you just men- mentioned Lucas there. I did. And he's not, he's not in this episode. And a lot of people in the chat when we were doing the watch along were saying, I bet Dom rates it higher because Lucas isn't in it, uh, which is nothing but disrespect. Um, to be fair, <laughs> that's quite funny.
0: Uh, I mean, but to be fair, I think, I think having some Lucas in it would have offset the Peyton story a little bit it would have made it a bit more bearable i think so
1: if you had to pick one as your favorite out of peyton and lucas who would it be lucas that's what i needed to know baby (laughs) so (laughs) okay but with lucas i'm gonna just ask for a prediction even though he's not in this episode you just said he's lost basketball and you know that was going to be his route into college etc so what do you think he will supplement it with like what do you think his new path will be if it's not basketball
0: well i kind of i kind of think they're off um digging up keith to check that heart. Is that heart usable still? He's only been in the ground a week. So let's get him out. Of Harvest. Here. Harvest yeah. those organs. <laughs> and I I bet Dan has already done that. Dan's got a heart in waiting. I promise you that's coming. That's going to happen. Um I, I still I still kind of think basketball is going to be part of his life. I don't I don't think giving up on a game is is that easy. So he might not be able to play as efficiently or or as well as he used to because of the medication that he that karen will be shoving down his throat um (laughs) potentially coaching what what if he was to head into coaching and take that side of the game and really start to get into the detail and analysis of it and and kind of share any knowledge he has with um kind of younger players and stuff and and push that boundary, or, or even like getting to coaching at college. Uh, you know, maybe that's what he goes to goes to learn or whatever. I don't, I'm not sure, but I, I mean, I, I would have thought he would do some like major in English or whatever, and in some sort of literature, uh, minor in coaching, or I don't know, I don't know what he can major and minor in. It doesn't really make sense to me, but um, yeah, <laughs> that's I, I, not I, our I,
1: system. We don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want there to still be a path for him in in sport. And I, I you know, maybe coaching is is an avenue that will be pursued. YT is a, is a great influencer, and and is someone that um, you know can instill the passion uh, of of the sport or of anything in anyone. So you know, hopefully, the whole speech about you know the monarchs and how good they were and and coming together mm-hmm. as a team and actually it, it doesn't it doesn't matter about your kind of individual contribution because you're here as a collective Uh, and I guess Lucas is is a great person to be able to take that on and and use that in in other kind of other walks of life but he might also want to use that to um, support other people in their journey Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah okay we'll find (laughs) out who knows well we've got a couple different pathways we could go into here we could go Brooke, Rachel, Cooper, oh, sorry, Hot Uncle Cooper, he's his full name, and Mouth, they're, those four are kind of connected. We could kind of cover all four of them within one. And then you've also got Nathan, we, he could kind of be on his own with a bit of Haley and Dan. And Dan. And, and Dan, yeah. Yeah, maybe Dan and Deb is kind of a separate thing. Yeah. Uh so which which way would you like to go? And we've Let's... got we've got we're fifteen minutes away from Emily. So if there's one we could do within fifteen minutes, that would be good, I think.
0: Uh I reckon we'd save um Nathan. Nathan. Save Nathan for Emily. Yeah. Um I actually think the Rachel Brook Cooper kind of mouth story is also quite interesting as well, in a way. Um there's there's elements the of it. Especially the way it ends. Yeah. Um, there's elements there that, that definitely need discussing. So it might be worth saving that for Emily as well. Maybe we cover Dan and Deb for 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. Nice. And
0: and a touch on Cooper as well. With, with have you been forced into calling him Hot Uncle Cooper? It seems like <laughs> no. someone is. It seems like someone has said to you, "Please use his official title," and you, now you have to now say Hot Uncle Cooper. Someone this feels, did say that to this me. feels like it an me LD saying. All oh, right, to me. I was gonna say it feels like an LDG moment where she's like, "Please use his full name."
1: <laughs> no, but I did get comments saying thank you for using his oh. full name. But I, I, just think it's funny because he gets referred to as "Hot Uncle Cooper," so it's just that's hilarious. That is funny, and I, and he's not like a big enough part at this point anyway we could still do that you know he's not like done a full season or anything yet we'll see where that goes but so yeah i just find no i just find it funny myself (laughs) 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 Uh, okay so dan that's let's go with dan dan's hair is getting longer
0: it is yes um
1: he is getting darker getting a bit dark i mean talk to us about when he goes to see deb and it, you know because she's back from rehab and hot uncle cooper comes in
0: uh so he's in the house that he probably shouldn't be in um and deb sort of turns up and says like why are you here kind of you, you shouldn't be here it does surprise me that he's not noticed that there's another person in the house while he's there the whole time it's just sort of maybe Cooper was asleep or something like that um and Deb sort of turns up it's like, what are you doing here and does he say like i have like wrapping up like I've got things to finish off or i've got hes like... he
1: starts to he he starts to say that um he well, this is a big house, you're here on your own, and um i've actually i've been struggling a little bit since uh Keith has passed away. But you know you're here. It's a big house. You, you're on your own. So I thought, and she, and then Cooper comes in and says, "Well, she's not on her own." You know, but, but, I'm here. And
0: be- before that, he says something to himself. He says, oh, "I have unfinished business" or something like that. And then he turns and then then he says all of that to Deb.
1: Oh, okay. I it, I can't remember.
0: He has like a little secret aside to himself, and he says. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it, what it was where, for where, But he's kind of like She's like what are you doing here And he's looking at the picture And he kind of goes I have unfinished business I was checking up on you Because you were You know in this big house On your own And right, now right, since Nathan right, Has right. moved in with whoever And it, it's almost like There's kind of like Two sides of him mm-hmm. And he's Kind of yeah, batting off the the bad side a little bit, but it's it's coming out. It's it's all it was all really creepy. What really creeped me out was that th- when he gives her a kiss and walks out, like he goes nose to nose with Cooper. Nathan kind of comes in and is like, you don't live here anymore, and he's all, like, well, you could, you know, could say the same about you. And it all gets a little bit heated because him and Cooper obviously don't get on. And then as he's leaving,
1: well, he says, um, "You don't live here. You live with Hades I mean Haley." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that's uh, so good so funny calling basically calling her the devil which is which is yeah. quite funny quite amusing the whispery devil um and then yeah just just kisses deb on the side of the head it's so that's such a really like creepy power play awkward thing to do yeah. It's it's so weird yeah
1: so weird it's like saying i can do whatever i want you know, which he then, oh, what, right? But so as he's leaving, and he says to Cooper, like, yeah, he's they're getting like they're sort of uh, standing toe to toe kind of thing, and he's just like, Cooper, make sure you come and see me. as in saying, come see me, so I can like batter you. You know, um, which I think he would. Come on, if it Cooper versus Dan, I think Dan would go full feral on him, just wild animal. Bear, just kill him.
0: Hands down, Dan's winning that fight.
1: Easy. I, I don't know if there's anyone we've met so far in One Tree Hill that he couldn't beat up.
0: Principal Some Turner?
1: Because really <laughs> he would be so calm. He would just keep, you know, cold red, Call 911. <laughs> How are you so calm?
0: <laughs> Literally literally guns just gone off in your school man
1: hero i love him i really want to get him on the podcast you remember i did i tell i remember i told you a long time ago i looked him up and everything and he's like a really like high up producer like tv producer now um oh i sent an email of course i did (laughs) i'm sure i did or maybe i didn't Hmm, i'll look into that
0: time to try again
1: <laughs> T- time to try again what you oh, should that do beautiful voice on this podcast
0: My what, God. What, what you absolutely should do is in the subject of every email is just put drama queens and then <laughs> hey, yeah. and then like loads of spaces so it doesn't come up like straight away on their feed or whatever so it just says drama queens and then later it says uh, we're better than it, like something like that, you know. Don't, don't worry about that podcast. Come on to the Ravens. <laughs> it,
1: did Did I ever tell you where? Oh no, it didn't work out, did it? Oh, gosh, i i had I had skills. The actor Antoine Tanner confirmed coming on, and then Drama Queens happened. At... I'm not sure if he's been on there yet or not. I think he has. I'm not 100. percent I haven't listened to it since we did. I'll review I'm about 20 episodes behind or something but um to get him to confirm I did I wrote him a message all in rhyme wow. like the whole thing in rhyme to try and be like funny and different about it um and he was like yeah I love it I'm on I'm coming um just it just never happened it's just sad I feel like we would have had a great conversation with him so I'll try again where what were we talking about right, dan yes when dan goes outside and nathan's like dad you gotta stop doing this and he's like i'm the freaking mayor which we know if this was you know wasn't like a televised thing that would have been i'm the fucking mayor <laughs> um and he's like this is my house i'll burn it down to the ground if i want to and uh and he drives off and just speeds off
0: it's just kind of and everyone and anything inside does he say that as well? Yeah, yeah, more or less, yeah. Kind of says, wow. I'll burn it down yeah. to the ground if I have to, with with everything inside, or like with ev- everyone and everything inside. Kind of, something along those lines, basically. It's a bit of a threat, threat. And then Deb comes running out, and Nathan's just like, this is getting dark. This,
1: this is crazy. He's lost it. De- Deb with the new hair. <laughs> Deb the with new hair. the new hair. And... <laughs> They uh, This results, we find out a little bit later at the game, in a restraining order. They've got a restraining order against him. So Dan has to be escorted out from the basketball hall. But before that happens, we'll talk more about who he is, Damian West, when we get to Nathan's storyline. Here's this guy Damien West, who as I told you on the watch along, in real life is Angela from the office's husband, who from her like Instagram and everything, he's like the nicest guy. Like <laughs> super nice. Which always happens, isn't it? It's like the nicest people play like the douchebags. <laughs> play all these bastards. Uh, yeah, and he he is a cook, he's a chef in real life. They do bake they do like a baking show on their YouTube channel. Um, so yeah really cool he is he's antagonizing Hayley throughout this episode and Nathan but you know Hayley to to get to Nathan and I love the scene where Dan just goes oh Damien West Dan Scott and just shakes his hand and Damien almost goes to just pull away and he just holds his hand and pulls him in and says something along the lines of you know you ever touch my daughter-in-law again I'll end your career and then he just slaps him around the back of the head, which I I have to I I like I'd like to think in my head that that was an improvised moment, but it's so good. Like <laughs> I love them Dan moments. Did you love it?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Those Dan moments are are the best. And when he's when he's really on form, kind of like that, um, and putting pressure on someone else, you you kind of really I don't know. It's just so enjoyable to watch. It's sometimes it's creepy as hell, but. It, it's it was brilliant and that and that was all on the back of him eavesdropping wasn't it on on Nathan and and Hayley he heard Hayley actually standing up for him a little bit kind of saying it makes me sad that you don't have that connection with your dad and this whole restraining order thing because you should be able to go out there and win this game and enjoy it with your dad um, that's kind of what this is all about and it's it's such a shame that that can't that isn't happening at the moment and she felt a bit sorry for him and it's kind of like he's picked up on that And he's realised that actually... In my head, it's like he's gone, actually, maybe she isn't terrible for Nathan because she's still encouraging his game. She's still turning around and saying, you're going to be the best. You're going to go out there and you're going to win. You know, uh, I know you're sore now, but where does it hurt? I help you feel better. And I know that's kind of like a sexy time thing for them, but, you know, there's also the the sex ban for them as well. So hmm. she is genuinely, like, trying to look after him and, and help him feel better. Gives him, like, the weird concoction of juice and other stuff and says, like, have that, it's good for your muscles, you'll feel better. Because he's, you know, feeling a bit wiped out, I think he says. And Dan overhearing that, I guess, is kind of now thinking, maybe she's not Hades after all. She's not evil. She's not trying to, like ruin his life and run off and do her music thing again, she's committed to him and, and supporting him and helping him in his basketball endeavours and I guess the more Dan supports her, the better he's gonna be the quicker he thinks he can get rid of her because it'll be like he'll go to college, he'll forget all about her and it'll be divorces and all whatever we need to do to, to get this marriage over
1: mm, Yeah that makes sense, it's all about whatever Dan's end game is, you know. Definitely. But with that being said, let's bring Emily into the fray. So, we are back. We're joined with day one queen herself. Emily is in the virtual building. Emily, how are you doing?
2: I am doing good. It it's only been just a couple of weeks ago that I was on the last episode I was on
1: and you're back and you know why you're I, back uh, because you you this is one of your favorite episodes and we got to talk it about is. it dom emily's back it's one of her favorites we got a lot left to cover give okay. us your thoughts dom
0: well we've, we've already gone through peyton and jake's story and okay. i'm sorry to say say this emily I could have done without it on this episode to be honest. There's so much other stuff that's going on that's mm-hmm. like really like high energy and upbeat and kind of intense and really good and they really brought it down for me. So I've kind of like we've talked about them and we've gone through them. So when we get to uh judgments at the end, you can say like your piece on that, whatever you want to say, but if you've got other bits to mention as we go, please just just chuck it in because that's important okay. that we get your side as well. And right. we were just kind of discussing Dan and Deb. The awkwardness situation, the, the weird kiss as he as he walks out, and that how creepy that made made us feel and like gives us like shudders, but we kind yeah. of wish it was us as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> he um
1: and tears and Brazil.
0: We absolutely and we're just getting to the uh, restraining order part and okay. the fact that um Dan was kind of protective over Haley because he overheard yeah. Hayley Kind of supporting him in a in a in a weird way, so that's kind yeah. of where we're at right now.
2: Oh, it's weird that he was like creeping around town, and that he heard that, and like this is the first instance that we see that, and I it, I do believe that it's like it continues. He he likes to creep around. It's, it's weird.
1: <laughs> he's going through. He's going down the a uh, dark path, you know. And I think yeah. you know we've seen him being haunted by ghosts kid keith and so yeah we'll see where it ends up but i guess the the next period if we're talking strictly about dan is he's at the game but he's Mm -hmm. having to listen to it on the radio from the outside and you know skipping ahead he gets to the the end of the game and he's not able to here because it's getting static on the radio at, like, the pivotal yes. moment. We haven't talked about Nathan's part, so, you okay. know, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, you know, he has, to, he has to get out and just run in, you know, fuck a restraining order. He needs to see the end of the game. <laughs> and priorities. Right. And he he does. And then I think his, like, final piece really is he's sort of, yeah, creepy again, like, rounded in, like, a yeah. back alley. And he has this... Um, admittance Mm -hmm. of love to nathan of how he really feels he's teary-eyed you know he's proud i'm proud of you i love you it's like a sincere beautiful moment i mean emily what what did you make of that from dan
2: well i feel like as an audience member us knowing what he has done to keith and that he this is all, I think it's all kind of stemming from the same thing that he feels guilty over this and like he wants to make right some wrongs and like maybe starting with Nathan is the right thing, but it also feels like too little, too late type situation as a viewer. But as Nathan, who doesn't know that Dan killed his uncle Keith, he is like seeing like a spark of, oh, my dad might be like on the verge of a change, maybe.
1: Did you? yeah i yeah yeah i agree completely and don what did you think
0: uh, i don't know how much of this i trust like right. i've told you like whenever i whenever i watch tv series now i have an instant distrust of like all characters no matter how sincere they appear to be uh and i think it stems from from dan in one tree hill because <laughs> there's so much about him that's calculated there's so much about him that that but it's just so thought out and prepared. I, just, I don't know where we're at when it comes to how sincere he's being. So I really want it to be the, I, w- I want to reconnect with uh, with Nathan. I know that it was his idea to get the restraining order. And I guess that was a protection of Deb kind of thing. Uh, let's look after her because Nathan's not, not too worried about himself. But um, yeah, it's just that that emotion that he put into it just it felt really real. It did feel real. It felt good. And, and like, he genuinely meant what he was saying, but th- there's, there's always something else with Dan. There's always a, uh, exactly like Simon said a minute ago, he's got an agenda, you know, he's, the, yeah. there's, he's, he's got to get something more out of this. And I'm not sure what it is. And I, I don't know whether at some point he'll, he'll start kind of leveraging, you know, something with Lucas uh, and using, uh lucas's relationship to to get at nathan or the other way around i'm not sure Uh, i just i don't i'm not sure i trust it i'm not sure i can trust it you know
1: well we'll see where it where it ends up uh i mean deb's part besides the bits we've spoken about she's mainly she's like in the crowd cheering on nathan and then that's kind of where we're at uh Hot Uncle Cooper again to use his full title. We'll mm-hmm. we'll get to him. We've kind we've got two ways to go here, Emily, and okay. you you choose. We can go Nathan, Haley, Damian, West, Whitey. That's like in one bracket, or we can go Hot Uncle Cooper, Rachel, Mouth, and Brooke in this other side. So, which hand do you want to go to first?
2: let's let's do a hot uncle cooper rachel brooke mouth just to get it out of the way and then we can finish up with nathan (laughs) damian west Haley, and whitey
1: perfect well dom is on fire with his synopsis at the moment so dom tell us what's going on with with that side of things and also don't forget to mention that there is a blowjob joke in there about a golf ball (laughs)
2: remember in the in the first season there was one season one episodes
1: that's right and we were questioning whether there was a (laughs) masturbation joke in this episode where uh, Jake's talking about going on figurative virtual dates in his mind with Shakira every night
2: (laughs) maybe I I don't know (laughs) will we ever know
1: Tina teenage boys emily i guess the main yeah. thing we want to know is whether jake is using manscape.com
0: Use <laughs> discount code one tree um <laughs> so uh right the, the whole guess? cooper cooper rachel mouth brook <laughs> mess is just we're just wading through all sorts of shit here it's <laughs> so <laughs> we know when he's on <laughs> yeah you, yeah <laughs> Pull them up high. Um, Okay, so then we know that Cooper and Rachel are having uh, some kind of relationship. They're definitely having intimate relations. And uh, as a viewer, we know that Rachel is uh, incredibly young or meant to be. And Cooper is not so young, but he thinks she's 26. And uh, Brooke and Mouth are kind of walking through the streets. And Brooke fangirls completely over uh, Hot Uncle Cooper. And uh, totally loses her mind, and it, this is when Mouth reveals that that is Rachel's new boyfriend, or the person she's seeing. And this then starts to um, unravel a plot, so that Brooke is, like, cooking up and conjuring, and, you know, she's proper, like, the witches in Macbeth, like, hubble-bubble toil and trouble, like, <laughs> let's do some weird shit to him. And, um, <laughs> uh, to, to Rachel I meant, not him. And this, this is kind of where it all starts to get a bit mixed up and she has a plan to kind of throw it all in Rachel's face, to embarrass her in front of Cooper and make it obvious to Cooper that she is uh, incredibly young and still in high school. And uh, it Mouth kind of has, again, a crisis of conscience. I think this is kind of one of my favourite phrases now. Uh, and says, no, I need to go and talk to Rachel about this. It's important that I speak to her first. Uh, And Brooke's really upset because all she's about is is vengeance and making Rachel look stupid. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't get to, to, you know, kind of succeed with her her little plan. Uh, And then right at the end or close to the end, Cooper is at the basketball game, looks over at the cheerleaders. You know, that's what men do. And uh, he notices that Rachel is one of them and they have their awkward moment in the bedroom.
1: Okay, it's a great synopsis as always, but now now let's unpack that a little bit. Uh, There's a couple of great lines in there. Mouth has a great one when Brooke says, "Oh my God, it's hot, Uncle Cooper. How do I look?" And Mouth says, "Like Lucas's girlfriend." Makes
0: me laugh every
1: time. That's a great line. If I knew he was dating
0: high school girls, I (laughs) would. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wait. Oh
1: wait. That's a great, that's a great line. I mean, Emily, how do you feel about hot Uncle Cooper? Is he hot on a scale of one to ten? How hot is he?
2: He's pretty good looking. I would say nine out of ten. You, Don's given the full ten. <laughs> He's pretty good. Given
0: the full ten.
1: <laughs> so he get he gets he gets he live he gets the name. He's like yes. honored yes. knighted with hot Uncle Cooper and. I'd just like to make one
0: thing very, very clear. Although he's clearly a a replacement uh, for Keith, he will never, ever be a slab of beef. So (laughs) let's just just put that
1: out there. 100% he is no slab of beef. He's not playing basketball in Tims with, you know, double denim. And I'll tell you what keith does not manscape at all he just naturally is just perfectly contoured (laughs) down there It just it falls into place doesn't need it doesn't need it he's good but hot uncle cooper he's got the he's got the the lawnmower 4.0 he's got it all
0: he's got the the wipes the ball wipes
1: (laughs) oh god so Emily bad. when you started listening in season one and four Ravenshoops.net i got to get involved did you ever think there'd be so much talk about about balls on this podcast did you think it was going to end up that way honestly no <laughs> and how do you feel about the fact that it has
0: I don't know it... <laughs> <laughs> I would like to downgrade my patreon level please <laughs>
2: No, I will keep supporting you guys. I came for you <laughs> oh. and One Tree Hill, staying around for well, the we... for the manscaping ads.
1: <laughs> we appreciate you. We did, we, that was our last. one. We did one, our I last think. one.
0: Yeah, it was our last Ben's one. Said, yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> unless they re, unless they re up, unless they <laughs> re up. But uh, okay, what Emily? What do you make of of this situation of Brooks showing her kind of spiteful side again
2: it's very reminiscent of season one book obvious like yeah very very reminiscent and it also reminds us too that she can be that way even though we've seen her grow a little bit that she can always revert back to that when mm. she needs to
1: yeah it's kind of within her to yeah take it to them levels but then mouth kind of plays that role again of being the level-headed boundary that's not the good thing to do
2: which is what um, brooke needed because like she would have taken it as far as she could have without mouth kind of stepping in
0: oh almost certainly i i really I re- totally agree with the she's kind of reverted again season one kind of brooke she's that excited young teenager and we actually see her for that in the, the moment where the, she first sees cooper and then we get the really horrible side where she's kind of He's kind of body shaming isn't she she's body shaming rachel in such a nasty way you know even though her body's changed so much she called like there's one point where she calls her what was it, the the orca line yeah it was yeah,
2: nor- formerly known, known
0: as orca yeah, yeah known as orca. there's just that whole sequence of like i could punch in the nose but you're just going get a new one and there's just all of that that's going on And i just thought it's kind of this is kind of like drunk Brooke episode, uh, and it was yes. just a bit much at that moment. We, we, it's kind of we needed mouth to step in and just say shut up, do you know what I mean, and and move on. So it's it's good that he kind of does that and he walks between them and walks off. But yeah, it was kind of I thought it would be like nice and playful with a hose at first, but then it all got
1: a bit out of hand. <laughs> that
2: entire scene, you can just tell that Mark Schwann was the one that wrote that entire scene. Oh,
1: I know. <laughs> oh. the, Oh Emily that's a great uh I got something to say on that but that's a great segue that someone uh wrote in who was it who was it it was oh god oh, it's gone right out of my head it's gone right out of my head someone wrote in i'm so sorry i can't remember i can't remember i think it was i can't say i don't want to get the name wrong was it Whitney was it you, Whitney? <laughs> I think it was. <sighs> I'm sure she's yelling at
2: you right now, if it, whoever it was. They're like, it was me. Uh,
1: I know. Please don't hate me. There's <laughs> lots of messages. Um, Wrote in about saying that if you look in the background, it was in the last episode, I think, that on in the sports hall where the, the basketball court where the Ravens play – Unlike the all-time scorer leaderboards, Mark Schwann has written his name in as like as one of the, you know, on on the rankings. Really? Did you know that? Emily? I did
2: not know that. That is very interesting. Good. It tidbit. wasn't you that wrote in. It wasn't me. That wrote in. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell you that whenever episode that um, Peyton got a call that that was Mark Schwann's voice. About that was Pete's manager or whatever. That was his voice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For, for real yeah so uh and then to go back to the body shaming thing uh, is so so a uh aged out yes. like would never never fly here unless unless they were completely villainizing Brooke. like they they would use that as ammo to be like look she's the antagonist in this situation uh, but randomly i haven't told you this dom i told you some of it but i googled our podcast name, just to see what comes up in Google, and there was some forums where people were talking about us, which is kind of like uh, very humbling, but like <laughs> just you know, random people on the internet. And there are a lot of people saying what they liked about our podcast is that we talk about the bits that have aged out, like the bits that aren't that wouldn't fly now. And I was like, I mean, they didn't mention all the bull talk, which <laughs> missing the the highlights of the podcast, but they haven't got yeah um, yeah so it is important to call these things out and this definitely this horrible body shaming she calls her an orca and I think she calls her a whale again in some other context so yeah fuck you brick in these situations Um, (laughs) yeah definitely and she says about sucking the golf ball out of the hose
0: yeah it reminded me of full metal jacket that line (laughs) there's a a moment there's a moment in full metal jacket where the the dual sergeant who's like really horrible to them all but like because he has to be because he's training up marines goes i bet you could suck a golf ball for a garden hose and it's just reminding me of that there you
1: go there you go there you go (laughs) oh and the what the one from season one is episode six when Mm -hmm. hayley's ciphering the gas out of the thing isn't it from the yes. hose she's like sucking mm-hmm. on the hose but, um, that's right there you go we remember it all we remember it all yep. that's two episodes before you came on for your debut on the podcast yes it
2: was <laughs> yes it was and it i think i even said that one is one i like to watch with that episode because like watch it in syndication or just like one right after the other <laughs>
1: would it would it make you feel weird to know that that was 57 episodes ago
2: it is weird that is weird that was like <laughs> last, it was last year. I had started my new job at Horseman.
1: Which... Was that last year? Yeah, last Dom year. and I were recording. We were in person, recording in person. Yes. Crazy, different times, <laughs> and and here we go, still here, killing it. Well, Like you're killing it. I mean, uh, and okay, and so yeah, hoses are down. I mean, this definitely is like a beer commercial mark schwann just put this in kind of thing isn't it i mean dom did it feel creepy i
0: i have to be honest i i took it out of the watch along but then i i, I had to put it back in and I, I felt so disappointed that i had to put it back in and the only reason i put it back in is that there's context it's it's built up to what happens in the in the rest of that scene which is why i kept it in because i there's moments where i reacted at it uh in terms of like kind of what what happens with the hose, and then what Brooke says and what Mouth says. So it's the only reason I kept it in and I, I really, really didn't want to at all. So I just thought I'd throw that out there as well, just so people know.
1: <laughs> well, when watching these scenes, these times I just remind myself of, it's okay, she was actually like 23 or whatever. Like as in, not to say that that makes it therefore any better mm-hmm. that, that they've orchestrated this situation, but at least this isn't like a 17-year-old you know i mean like at least it's someone that is age appropriate in real life but still the fact that they're playing a 17 year old Mm -hmm. and then they've orchestrated this situation is uh just unnecessary and and creepy it's not like that did anything to particularly aid the story like they could Mm -hmm. have got the content of that and just put it into the dialogue into a different scene without having to put all of the yeah the body shaming stuff in totally agree yeah
2: definitely
0: definitely
1: Well, we move forward and so some of the other stuff we need to unpack there is uh the reveal the the glorious reveal when hot uncle cooper notices that she's a cheerleader um i mean emily do you remember this your first reaction when you first watched it or how do you feel about it now
2: i don't remember whenever i first watched it i i feel like you know, Brooke said it best whenever she was they were cheering and she gives Rachel this kind of look and she's like I know two things. The deception always follows you and um there was something else. what else did she say? Oh, you don't deserve a guy like Mal. But the, the the deception always follows you. That definitely rings true because like you you can't lie about your age like she Rachel is and expect it to not like come back and bite you in the ass
1: it does for sure for sure and and I mean Dom we get Rachel going into well it's not Cooper's house is it Deb's Deb's house turns up in the bedroom so I guess the front door was unlocked and she found her way up there she gets into the room I mean on your first watch did you think that she was gonna successfully seduce him even though you know he now knows her actual age or did you think he was gonna chuck her out
0: i, I really wanted it to be the he's gonna chuck her out you know regardless of her taking the, the jacket off because you know we see her changing in the car or i say changing just sort of removing items of clothing in the car uh and then she sort <laughs> of uh, he's sort of adamant you know I don't care what the law says. I've got my own rules. Get out. And and I was like, stick with this, stick with this, stick with this, stick with this. And then she starts to sort of undress and gets on the bed and is being all sort of flirty and holds his arm. And then it's at that point I'm thinking, he's lost. He's lost now. He's he's, <laughs> he's, 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 unfortunately going to do something stupid and probably continue to do something stupid for a little while longer. Um, which is unfortunate. At least until
1: he's had a cigarette.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and yeah, I was, I was actually disappointed. I was really disappointed. I, I thought it would have been really good uh, had they gone, no, you, you, had Cooper gone, you need to leave. Or, or just left the room. Just goes, you know what? I'll be downstairs, put your coat back on. You found your way in, you can find your way out.
1: Mm-hmm. or grabs the hose <laughs> grabs the... <laughs> do you remember this But <laughs> for, for real it's you want him to just to to say no mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons the fact that yeah like you know she's yeah. underage um, the fact that she was deceiving the fact that like she it's just all deceitful and yeah she should she doesn't deserve to win at this mm. you know um no. so but it's a drama it was always going to go that way i guess
0: just on, on reflection to what mouth says to her though it's kind of like it's almost like he says have some self-respect just just like try and like yourself be be yourself as well stop you know the girl that was in that photo the girl that was in that picture you're you're still that same person you may have changed physically and, and had alterations and stuff but actually you know within you that can't change she even said that herself so just be that person just try and be that person for a bit stop stop trying to be this kind of elite you know in air quotes or whatever person that you have held in such high regard or that you want to be you know you're trying to be brook but you've had to build your way to be that uh, just just stop it just be yourself and you know you'll probably be a lot happier and it's kind of mouth is really pushing that sentiment on her Um and it's a, I, I thought it was a really good moment for, for mouth actually and just saying just 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 be yourself for a bit just there's no need to go after this hot older guy because you know it it, it gives you some sort of cred you know you, you don't need that just just be you you're, you're good enough as you are and it sort of doesn't really do the do the trick, unfortunately.
1: She, yeah, she's constantly pandering to something uh, rather than just being herself. I mean, Emily, what do you? Yeah.
0: Oh, so there's a billion social yeah. pressures as as a as a human being, but uh, particularly as a teenager, and for someone that's changed their body so much, she's. I, I guess she's just trying to overcome all that. So it's sad. It's quite sad, isn't it? Really. I'm
1: sorry it for her. It's deep deep-rooted insecurities Mm. it's deep-rooted insecurities and you know cooper isn't by being with cooper it's not gonna solve it's not gonna make her feel better about herself internally and that's sad really it's sad on all 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 sides of the coin it's sad that cooper is chosen uh lust and over his morals Mm -hmm. you know over his own code or over being sensible he is you know succumb to uh more primal urges rather than being in control of that i mean emily what did you make of the whole situation
2: i just it's bad enough that cooper um gave in to rachel and now she probably thinks she got him to do it once she can get it get him him to do it again and will he stand up for his morals whenever that it happens again or will he just keep giving in to her and like, and the less that he feels for her? And she even she says that you, the consent in Carolina is sixteen, and he's like, you have to be a whole lot older than that in my book. And he he says that, but his actions don't match up with it. And and as far as Rachel and her insecurities, it's hard being a teenager and being an, an overweight teenager. I I was still still am not a teenager because overweight but it's hard and like she took herself she got plastic surgery she got herself skinny you know and you don't ever get over that you don't ever get over your insecurities even me at 26 I still am insecure about a lot of things
0: but
1: Yeah, yeah, for for sure. I mean, and unfortunately, yeah, really well said. And and unfortunately, you know, the insecurities. A lot of the time, they they never go. I mean, Dom and I are in, you know, in our mid thirties, and um, you know, I can only speak for myself, but I'm sure Dom feels the same the same sort of way. But we carry, we all have these insecurities and carry them with us. And you know, I've spoken about loads of personal stories on here of things that have been like damaging and things that that stay with you but i guess as we get older hopefully with friends and the community Mm -hmm. and things that we've built here and that you know that we have outside we're able to take a more mature look at it or uh we're able to laugh at things and and just be a little bit more secure in who who we are and who we've developed into i mean emily we've known you you know getting close coming up to almost two years when in in a few months and we know you as a wonderful beautiful funny kind genuine person and that is who you are and you know hopefully (laughs) we know that and hopefully you know that as well you know
2: and I do and you know it it just comes and goes you know insecurities do like like today my hair wasn't as good as I wanted it to look and I was insecure about that for the rest of the day. And the fact that I sprayed hairspray in my eye today, that bothered me today too. So, you know, it, it just, it comes and goes. and That's just life.
1: For sure. For true. sure. I know Dom, you feel the same way, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't spray hairspray in my eye today. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get insecure about things all the time. So yeah. it just, it's just one of those things. It, it comes and goes. And, you know, the good thing about, um, I guess, having a friend as close as Simon is that when we're not uh necessarily recording yet but we're about to podcast or we're texting or or voice messaging each other or like voice notes and stuff which we do quite often but like the good sort of proportion of time that we get to chat before we start recording and stuff we kind of we like get things out and lay things out on the table sometimes we're just silly and and talk about you know nonsense but a lot of the time it's oh you know this has been happening and we kind of give each other a bit of advice and that's kind of Clearing the air of those insecurities, it's kind of going. Actually, this my, this is my friend's perspective on it, and I really trust and value their opinion. So I'm gonna that that makes a lot of sense to me, and it kind of eases that pressure and clears that away. And that's kind of what what these people need. I guess that's right. kind of what Mouth is trying to do for Rachel, right? But Rachel doesn't yeah, really it's just... have that other than Mouth, and like yeah, yeah. And you got someone like Brooke making it worse. All
1: the time. Right. Constantly. Yeah. If if you think of it from that way, Rachel is... She is an insecure person. And, yeah, actually, Brooke... Sure, she has insecurities as well, as, as I'm sure everyone does. But she's really... Really antagonizing Rachel with and making this stuff worse, and uh, which again, so maybe these are things that when they're older they would be a, like brooke might be able to look back upon and think, oh, actually, you know, like how when we've spoken about this before, sometimes you think back about school bullies and things, and then you think about it from a fifteen-year perspective further on, you think, oh, actually he, she, whatever, was probably insecure about this or didn't have a great home life or was overshadowed by an older brother or sister or something else. You know, they're lashing out because something wasn't right in their life. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't make it all right. It doesn't mean they should have damaged someone else in the process, but you have a bit more understanding of it. A- absolutely.
0: And, w- and what we're told, like, kind of all the way through our lives, and I'm pretty sure this is universal, is that if you're being bullied or you're being picked on you tell a, a parent, for example what do they tend to say that person is jealous of you that that tends to that tends to be the answer or tends to be you know kind of what they're saying and and it really you know on reflection now it makes you think actually that person didn't have a lot going on or or they were worried about this or insecure about that and and this is how they they kind of lashed out from it and it's how they responded to it. it it wasn't necessarily a direct attack at me but this is what they were what they were doing so yeah
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a there's a quote I really like that says something like, um, "Healthy people don't go around damaging other people, you know, and saying that actually people that do do that there's there's it's their problem. There's something going on with them, you know, rather than it being to do to do with you." Um, and and speaking and to sort of bring it back to One Tree Hill and to um, this Cooper situation uh one of my friends one of my friends quoted something that i said to them or said a few a, a week like a week ago or something i didn't even realize it was something that i'd said but when i got given that medal and i gave it back my whole thing was it was about uh morals over vanity the vanity was that i took it in the first place and actually bringing the morals into it was once i'd thought about it it's like actually this isn't something that i agree with it's not part of uh you know my personal ethos so it was like actually it's my morals over vanity and with cooper it kind of coincides because he should have chosen his morals over you could call it vanity or lust Mm -hmm. or urges or whatever but instead he, he went the other way around you know um and actually he needed to stay with his internal code you know and when if you always pick that you can never go wrong because you're being true to yourself right Absolutely. and i always say if
2: you don't know what you stand for then you'll fall down you know you gotta know you gotta um, yeah your what you stand for and what you believe in or else you don't have any ground to stand on
1: yeah that's right nice. if you don't stand for if you don't stand for anything you'll no what is it if you stand for nothing you'll fall for anything that's it stand for nothing you'll fall for anything Mm -hmm. love it we have we've been killing this (laughs) this last 10 minutes killing it (laughs) highlight reel sarah note it down we need it okay so we're we're all in agreement but what we need to know dom what is your prediction for this cooper rachel situation
0: I think it's going to carry on for a, at least a few episodes. It's kind of got to go a little bit further. Someone's got to, I don't know, it's a, someone's got to catch on, a responsible adult or someone has got to catch on and say, this, is, this isn't this is right, this is wrong. Kind of convince Cooper it's a, it's a bit of a silly thing to be doing and, and, yeah, tug on those kind of morals that he's supposedly got and, and make him kind of act on them rather than uh, against them. So I, I'm kind of hoping it's probably going to be Lucas to be honest. Lucas might be the one that sort of steps in and says to Rachel, "This guy's too old," and even might even say to Cooper, "This girl is way too young for you." Just this has got to stop. But I, one thing I didn't actually understand is the the Lucas phone call thing. She mentions, "Oh, my new friend Lucas has phoned me. Has, he hasn't phoned you, has he?" You know, that was that true? Or I, was that just winding her up?
2: I don't think it was. I think it was just to get under Brooke's skin because she knew that right. Rachel knew that. Lucas was gone and I think it was just a dig just a dig a little more
1: okay cool but that's uh, why I, as well. I think it'd be
0: cool if Lucas was the one that kind of came back and made them realize but it'd be nice if it was Mouth the Mouth finally got through to Rachel and was like I've been trying all this time you know he he says we have flirted we've kissed we've had moments we've just you know we've been vulnerable with each other and you're still doing that you know and it's just kind of it'd be really good if you could kind of like shake her a little bit and make her see a bit of sense and and him and Cooper just sort, his, sort himself out come on jesus you're a beautiful man you don't need a 16 year old girl come on
1: i mean it was fine when he thought she was 26 he thought he was with a 26 year old model great fine you know that's fine but now he knows the truth morals <laughs> over boners put it on a t-shirt <laughs> but the uh <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> not good Oh gosh! Um, well, let's get into the final, the final part. Then Nathan, Royal, Scott. What I was thinking about with regards to Nathan's storyline, to me, it's like Nathan has arrived, and what I mean by that is we have finally got that blend of all of the best parts of Nathan. Like when he's playing on the court, he's not douchebag nathan from season one he's not in turmoil with what's happening with hayley because she's on a on a rock tour and chris keller and all the rest of it it's like he's he's happy off the court he's happy on the court he's the leader of the ravens and he's doing the voiceover lucas is, <laughs> cmm's on arrest he's, look, he's looked at his own tattoo and decided to relax and taken an episode off and Is is like Nathan. He has arrived and he is killing it. The only problem here, those jerseys are not dazzle cloth. They've got the little holes in. That's fine because we know Wayne still made them. But we're clearly dazzle cloth on this podcast. Dom, I'm going to need a synopsis on Nathan storyline.
0: nathan's storyline is the storyline that cuts through the entire episode this is our centerpiece this is the beautiful moment of of episode 20 of season three because it's it's just a beautiful journey isn't it you know he starts off kind of in training and he's you know kind of trying to push those boundaries and make sure that he's performing at his peak we we see some games happen or at least one game happen before we get to the main event of the episode but um he kind of flies into dunking the ball in and then he when he lands he kind of ends in the he's in the actual game that they, they end up winning
1: and the whole theme of it of what he's saying is narration and everything is it's called stepping mm-hmm. up yeah and it's sort of going into that and it's kind of um
0: you know, saying Lucas is gone, but the team is still here. We, we we're going to fight on, you, you know, no matter what. And I guess as we go through the episode, we see uh, this guy hitting on Haley, and he does his protective husband thing.
1: Damien West,
0: we see Damian West yes, hitting on Haley. He does his protective husband thing, and uh, just as the episode goes on, we see kind of their bond get stronger. Uh, his issues with Dan get brought to light, uh, like continuously. And also some sort of, you know, almost like he wants to reconcile towards the end. There's almost that that weird tension between him, Dan, and Haley. Uh, the the weird little alley bit where Dan sort of com- you know says, I-, "I love you," and and I'm proud of you and and what you've achieved, not necessarily you know on the basketball court, but uh, elsewhere as well. And yeah, he's he does his captain thing and smashes it in the last game the 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 no look free
1: throw is is just amazing oh
2: yeah that's the iconic we,
1: thing that
2: no look free throw. Well, iconic
1: we need to talk about the whole the whole game we need to talk about it i told you in season one at some point that there was a moment in the show where i was like that's it i'm going out i'm buying my two pound basketball and i started hitting the the, the outside court Um, And, you know, eventually he got proper basketball and this, that and the other. And we know all that whole journey. This is that episode. I remember watching it and being like, that's it. That's it. I'm done. I I need to play this. I need to learn. I need to get involved because it's just so good. I love the way that the basketball shot. Uh, I love the intensity of it when he goes out, he's cut and they give him that he needs to get another Jersey. And he comes out wearing the Lucas Scott Jersey. Beautiful. Emily, come on goosebumps. Tell me about it.
2: Oh yeah. I, I even have said before, every time I watch whenever that he does the no look free, free throw shot goosebumps every time that entire, that entire sequence, the entire basketball aspect of this in this episode, just fantastic. And like, they were down by nine points. I even wrote it down. They were down by nine points. They only had a minute and nine seconds left in the fourth quarter. That's hard to come back to. That's hard to come back from. And Nathan did it. He he rallied his team up, and he did it, and he shot. He was at the three-point line. He shot. He got a foul. Shot was good. Got to do one free throw. Look, didn't even have to look at it. Damien's taunting him. You've got nothing, Scott. You've got nothing. And he looks straight at him shoots it cuz he knows it's going to go in and it does it's so beautiful
1: big <laughs> and because of Dan's pressuring we get that yeah, flashback, flashback to young Nathan he's got to make 20 in a row i used to do this uh, when i used to train on my own um before the last season we played and then covid happened but i used to play the same thing but i'd have to hit 5 in a row because i'm not Nathan Scott and that's really difficult, mm-hmm. like to to do to to get five. You can get you get to three, you get to four, and then you'd like you miss one, and just, you know back back to the beginning. Uh, so the fact that and I love the how it it ties in all the way from the beginning that Damien West is known from high flyers of not hitting his, his free throws. Free throws, they don't show those uh, and then I love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't show ravens on sports center shut up damien go marry angela from the office <laughs> who we all love yeah, yeah. who we love so you actually do win damien <laughs> damn you but he uh when he's taking his free throws i love nathan's taunt to him they're like the sarcastic supportive taunts of don't brick it now <laughs> You know, just breathe. It's natural. You know how to do it. It's organic. You know, it's like. And he's like. It's lovely, natural. sarcastic.
2: Ooh, it's something like that. Yeah,
1: love it. <laughs> I mean, Dom, did the basketball get you excited? Did you want to grab a basketball and go out and get involved? Uh,
0: sure. I'll happily play basketball. I'll be awful at it, but let's let's give it a go. I I I've said this before. I'll, I'll play, um, but. I really enjoy the basketball. I think it's the most basketball we've seen in in like such a long time as well. And actually, being able to witness a bit more of a game, you know, there's there's episodes in in kind of season one that you get, um, you know, kind of decent flashes and, and moments of basketball, and you kind of lose that a little bit towards the end of season one, like and pretty much all of season two. And it's nice to kind of be back in that flow. You know, we're not forfeiting the game or anything like that. We're actually getting to play these the sequence of games and and. And, and see a good proportion of it as well, and and it's, this is Nathan at his best, and there's a the, the moment he has with Whitey when he gets the cut. So just just to come to the, I hate it, I, I hate it when programs do this, and, and it happens in absolutely everything where someone references something and then it becomes an issue later on. So Haley's the ones like, oh, just... Does this hurt? Because she's whispering. Does this hurt? And like asking about the <laughs> scar. And he's like, No, it's all gone away because you're back, and I love you. Uh, well lovely, wonderful. And uh, and then later on, I was like, Oh, it's bleeding. And it's uh, the only reason they brought it up was for it to be bleeding later on. It's actually, you know, it could have just been bleeding. It didn't. We didn't have to bring it up. You know, we know he's got a scar there. We know it's you know from you know an accident that he's had. So we 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 know the reason for it. So that there was no need to reference it earlier on in the episode, it was it was a bit strange for me. Um, that, but never mind. That happens in in everything. But his moment with Whitey, he almost, almost like he regresses slightly and, and goes back to this forceful Nathan of the past that would be a bit more like Dan. But he does it for the right reason you know if you take me out of this game we're gonna lose like we we're playing in this crappy old gym you made us all throw up you know just I like working us too hard <laughs> yeah exactly and, and you made us do this you made us do that i'm staying in this game just stitch me up so it's like okay yeah and whitey's just like this guy this guy wants to win he wants to he wants me to get to a playoff so yeah right yeah okay let's do it and definitely the right choice
1: yeah you don't take you if lebron wants to go back in the game you let lebron go back in the game (laughs) Uh, but also you know it's kind of set up so we get the the lucas you know jersey reveal which is great love that and of course he can wear that number because that's his name as well perfect (laughs) uh it's it's just great but dom and i was saying that the episode should have ended with the no look free throw that should have gone we get the celebration then we get credits but instead we get like the like jake payton yeah do you agree that you think they should have put that at the end and
2: what's so funny is i always think that that's the end of the episode too because when you're watching it you're like oh that's like the perfect way to end it, it, it and then there's like another eight ten minutes of story left so yeah i agree it should have been the last the very last
1: crazy but that was that was the tournament that means ravens are now in the playoffs mm-hmm. when they did ravens on three, one, two, three, one two three ravens i was just like ah yes and, and you know that's our podcast i
0: was going why didn't they do it in a funny accent what's wrong with these people
1: <laughs> why are they not the motherfucking gangsters <laughs> right now <laughs> because we are <laughs> it's so funny like the it's so funny how ravens has impacted in so many different places in my life like my, the the first uh team that i coached for the special olympics we called ourselves the hartfordshire ravens the uh our basketball team that i played in we were called the st albans ravens uh our podcast is called the ravens uh you know, the screenplay that i'm Started writing is called the Ravens. uh It's all ravens, everything. I love it. It's crazy. It's great. How, what else can we get that's ravens related? Get a raven. Nothing. Get an actual the raven. raven. Yeah. Get... get just get I a raven. 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 I think they're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. let's,
0: let's go to the what we should do when we when we pop into London. Let's detour to the Tower of London. Uh, let's mm-hmm. because famously ravens. Just chill out on the in the sort of courtyard there, and we could just capture one and run away. Just steal a razor. I'm
1: pretty. I'm pretty sure Luna would kill it.
0: Don't obviously don't. It's not a chew toy for Luna, is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell her that. <laughs> well, okay. So that kind of does that. I mean, anything we haven't hit on, we can get to in in the judgments. But before we get there. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and how could you not, check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops. But, Emily, they also go through nets. Ravenshoops.net people reviews we are stuck we are stalled the car has stalled someone has you know the the gears have gone out the keys are out of the ignition our car is stationary 170 reviews and i tell you what it is not good enough we need at least 30 more i would prefer it if there were 50 we need to pick up the momentum You need to pick up other people's phones. You need to tell more people about the podcast because we need those reviews. Dom?
0: Make it happen, people. You've got this. You can do it. Raven, Pigeon, whatever you might be. We need your support. And we love you for it. And we'll always love you for it. But please, if you've got family members at home, go and grab their phone. Quickly tap in a nice little review and hand it back to them. That's all we're asking.
1: Emily? How how many people in your home have you left a review from their phone for?
2: Myself and my sister.
1: Thank you. I will get thank one
2: for, for my mom whenever that I get thank her phone. You. I might even, my grandma lives next door. I could get her phone. She, she has me yes, type please. in her, for her iTunes account, I have to type in her password. I could do it oh, then.
1: <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Thank you, grandma. And thank you, mom. Appreciate it. Well, let's go into Judgment Land. Emily, who's your favorite performer of this episode?
2: I have down Paul Johansson as my favorite actor performance. I know that that kind of threw you for a loop, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I? You know, the the speech that he get, gave, it was good. And, like, the fact that he hmm. felt, like, compelled enough to tell Nathan that, you know, it. it's so like i had said it it's just weird because you don't know if he's being genuine with it or if he's d- feeling guilt and like trying to backtrack you know whatever but he he paul's performance is good in that monologue
1: i agree i'm going to smell his jacket for you <laughs> yeah yeah it's good it's good i mean i had it dry cleaned but still you can't get that scent out <laughs> Tom, your favourite performer.
0: Uh mine was between two. It really really was between two. It was between uh Paul Johansson and James Lafferty and uh, I think I'm gonna agree with Emily and go with Paul. I thought fantastic um you know, array of emotions displayed from from Paul in this episode. So yeah, I'll stick with Paul, like really well said by Emily already. He captured a lot of it, so uh, and what about you, Simon?
1: Well, I actually also conclude with a full house with Paul Johansson uh, for that moment. But I also really like the moment of, it's my house not burn it to the ground if I want to. Because yeah. that's definitely something that I would love to say if I was really, really, really angry. <laughs> 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 uh, Emily, who is your favourite character?
2: My favourite character, I have down Nathan as my favourite character for this episode.
1: For- for real it has to be dom
0: Uh, it goes almost without saying but it's definitely nathan well i mean what a journey and yeah what what a great great shot he has at the end and it it should have been the the end of the episode it was the definitely the peak of the episode well what about you simon
1: well actually my favorite character was pear nathan (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: You <laughs> got to throw me for a loop that time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about your favourite background performer, Emily?
2: I have down the neighbours that were gardening while Dan was yelling at Nathan.
1: Oh, nice. Good call, good call. because yeah, Nathan references the neighbours yeah. can hear you, Mr. Mayor. That's good. Dom?
0: Um, <laughs> there's quite a few in this episode. There's a few that stand out, but one... <laughs> One I really picked that I went, I went for was when <laughs> when Jake and Peyton are at the playground and pushing uh, Jenny in the swing. There's this guy like in a blue jacket and blue <coughs> trousers in the background just to the left of the screen. And he kind of looks like he's on his own. But then you realize there's a lady sitting with a red coat next to him. So it's not as creepy, but he's like watching these three kids run around and play. Um, so I'm going to pick that guy because <laughs> he wasn't being creepy. He was, you know, looking after some kids. So. Yeah. What about you, Simon? Did you have a creepy favourite background performer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not creepy. There there were lots in this episode, especially at the basketball game. Uh, there was one F uh, was like, because she watched the last half with me. She's like, oh, you got to pick that guy. Uh, who's uh, a guy with locks on the Ravens team. who's was just like really excited on the bench. But I'm going to choose as a guy in the stands and his. He's substantially like older than everybody else there, and he's kind of got like wiry hair and sort of big like reading glasses on. But he's just having a great time clapping it up. So I'm going to go with him. Do you guys ever do this when you're watching other shows now? Like think, oh, background performer—that would be mine.
0: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also think, where's Tim? Where the hell is Tim? Yeah,
2: they mentioned him. Where's Tim? <laughs>
1: He's the, po- he's the point. here's the point guard. Well, he's not. He should be in there. He
2: got. He got a tattoo of a cherub. Where
0: is he? Exactly. With the shirt number that then got changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's trash. That was a trash move by Whitey. Like, it's
0: hilarious. <laughs> Genius. Uh,
1: Emily, what? What about your favorite song of the episode? Okay,
2: I have three down.
1: Oh God. But we can still one second.
2: Um I I wrote "Sunday" by Brian Greenberg. That was yeah the one that Jake sings, and you can hear it mm-hmm. in the cafe. Jealous guy by Gavin DeGraw, and then I wrote down the last song, "Look After You" by The Fray. And I'm gonna go with "Look After You" by The Fray. I still listen to that song a lot. It's a good one.
1: Nice, good choice, Dom.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go for uh, "Someday" by <laughs> <laughs> Jakey Boy in the uh, in the middle of the episode. <laughs> what about you, Simon?
1: Or sometimes, as you called it earlier. I didn't remember.
0: <laughs> I, I literally said, I'd said, uh, Emily, I was hoping that we don't mention it until Emily comes on, because Emily will, will tell us the title, basically, because we, we, we know what you're going to do, Emily. You're going to bail us out of this shit. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you did. But Simon also got me in trouble, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I snitched on you. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Uh, I also going to go with Sunday, though, by Brian, by Brian, by Brian. Greenberg. greenberg what about what, yeah what about your favorite line of the episode Emily? i also
2: wrote, i wrote down two um though i already mentioned the first one that i wrote down it said um it was from brooke two things i know one you don't deserve a guy like mouth and two deception always catches up to you always Two. So she says that's her. yep and then my second one was from whitey and it says now you listen to me when you step out on that floor make sure you take it all in because someday you're going to look back on it and you'll want it again. Make sure you want it for the right reasons. I think that one's my favorite.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great line. Yeah. yeah. Great choice. Dom?
0: Uh, it's a line you've actually already mentioned, <laughs> Simon. And as much as I really, really didn't enjoy their their storyline in this episode, it is a Peyton line. And it is, you know what? Every song ends, Jake. Is that any reason to not enjoy the music? I thought it was a good line so that's what I went for and you young man what did you pick?
1: Uh, there's a few there's a few uh, I think I'm going to go with Dan saying to Damien West um, you know if you if you w- hit on or whatever he says to my daughter-in-law again I will end your career and then slaps him around the back of the head <laughs> Just I love that moment And then last but not least, the precious, precious rating. Emily, you're you're our only Raven on this episode, so there are no other scores to consider. But Emily, did you have a number in your mind before we started this conversation?
2: Yes, I did.
1: And did it increase or decrease or stay the same?
2: I think it's going to decrease
1: my gosh i, I still love this episode. It's
2: still one of my favorites but i think it's with our conversation i think it's it's decreased
1: okay okay dom
0: i really struggled with the number for this episode i really <laughs> struggled i've got one now which i'm gonna stick with but yeah watching it i was all over the place with this episode so yeah it's a difficult a difficult one for me to pick and what about you simon I bet you had one and you stuck with it. You know what you're doing. He's a pro. I
1: I actually oh. believe it or not, I had one, and it has decreased by one.
0: Ooh, the de- decreasing is is interesting to me.
1: The decrease. Well, we'll discuss it when we get there. Okay, ready, one, two, three, not nine. Okay, so well, to unpack that. So we got I went nine, Emily went nine, Dom went seven. I mean, Emily, I'm guessing it was the same reasons we were at a ten, and then the Peyton Jake brought it brought it down to a nine. Is that why?
2: Yes, and also some of the the scene with Rachel and how the, that that kind of made it decrease too. The poor aging of that. Okay,
1: and then Dom. Uh, a seven
0: i'm stunned that you were both at a 10 <laughs> i i genuinely thought the two of you were at an eight and would have gone for a seven and i was i've been toying with the idea of a six and I, then i bounced to eight shut your mouth no, 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 no. You no, shut no, your no, mouth right now then i bounced to eight and then i thought no it's, this, it's not even that high so it's like seven was like fair in my head i don't know why i went for fairness but i can't <laughs> believe you were both at a 10 that's Wait, a, hang on,
1: me. hang on, hang on. Can we just can I just say that regardless of anything that happens in this episode outside of Nathan's storyline, the power of the basketball in this episode is so good, so gratifying that nathan has arrived Dom. he's here this is the version of nathan we've been waiting for some people don't get to this version of themselves until they're like our age or beyond or some people never even make it he's maximizing his potential he's going to go all of the way this is a nathan scott that we can all rally behind and believe in this nathan scott is a hero and he flew all the way to the basket like he was superman I believe it. We saw him go from Clark Kent to Nathan Scott to man of that game, man of the match. Emily, what did you think? Well,
2: and the, probably the reason why I thought it was a 10. The basketball is what always sticks out for me in this episode. And it's so good. Like, so, so good. good. And we haven't gotten a lot of basketball as of lately in the show. There has been more drama. But that's what the show is based upon. Basketball. And drama and we got a pretty good blend of it in this episode so that might have that probably is what overshadowed it for me to make it a 10 at first
1: preach emily i love that that was great dom can we look we've just delivered you some some great insight you're welcome please can we get you to a nine you you don't budge very often <laughs> Please, please, this is a nine, and if you, I don't get you there, I'm going to get so much shit thrown at me I, I, in the comments and everything.
0: Favorite. This episode is a fan favorite. I, I get that. The no-look-free-throw alone. The no-look-free-throw alone is, is fantastic. The whole episode, you know, is is so up and down, so up and down, as we've discussed. And it, it's, it's the Nathan storyline alone that kind of gets me to a seven and, and was like borderline eight i'd be willing to go eight but it's not a nine i can't
1: give it don't a nine. do it don't do that dom if you can't go to it like i'm not going below a nine I can't go emily can a nine. you it's not a yeah number. yeah well, that's fine we know what happens if we can't get there it's
0: not a democracy e-
1: e- e- emily can can you go lower or are you sticking with a nine
0: Come on, Emily. Think about all the the badness of this episode. The whole Peyton and Jake <laughs> story. It's just ridiculous. It Really, sort of drags it like it's only two points, isn't it, Emily? Come on, it's two points away. So let's just go with an eight. I'll be happy to meet you at an eight. We're there. Job done. We can get into the watch along. Simon will be panicking now because people, will, you know, people will do. I'm. Well
1: um, I'm messaging the waiting room. <laughs> I don't know. If I, do I didn't that. know I could do it until recently. All the
0: is, all the Brooke stuff, the, the, this is the where body shaming
2: And I know we don't do half points. This is where the like an eight and a half would be like a good compromise. We don't do that. We gotta no, we go. Don't do that. You don't. Because I I don't we think don't I can do. go so so you... past, I don't think I can go lower than a nine.
1: I... Oh, excellent. Agreed. Really, so what we so what we need to do here, Dom, you've heard it. We need to go to the polls because we've got two votes for a nine. Unless you're willing to, to come up to that, a nine, the
0: whole going to a poll thing is bullshit. This is not a democracy.
1: But but, <laughs> but it's also if it's a dictatorship, it's shared ownership of a dictatorship. This is it's a fifty-fifty, and I I can't. You bully too much. I don't know. You are a bully. You are a bully when it comes to this. You're just and jealous. I- of- <laughs> That's what it is. Just, I'm jealous oh, of your oh. ratings. <laughs> we'll take. A, can you come to a nine? Can you come? To, how much do you hate the polls? Do you hate the polls I hate enough so to agree? Much. It's Honestly, enough? I hate so much. <laughs>
0: Honestly, hate them so much. Honestly, hate them so much. It's just totally irrelevant. Um, okay. Was it going to be on your kind of heartfelt? passionate speech to both of you and on the basketball kind of alone and for Paul Johansson's performance I will meet you at a nine reluctantly can
1: we also add also because you hate polls that I much. hate polls
0: that much that I will just match you <laughs> excellent I, I, well it would be interesting you're <laughs> right okay so I'll match you I'll meet you at a nine put a poll out and see see what people rate the episode I'll be interested to see what other people rate oh, the episode.
1: you right. want to see you want you just want to see the poll anyway, but it doesn't count.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because I've, I've met you at a nine. I've met you at a nine. I'm so surp- I'm really surprised both of you picked ten. So surprised. I thought you were both at like at least nine and gone to eight or eight to seven. Uh, I'm really shocked.
1: Well, there you go. And there we have it. We're going to have to get out of here because we've we've got all the peoples in the waiting room. Emily, it is a pleasure as always. You know how much we appreciate you. Thank you for coming on Thank again. Thank you
2: guys for having me. It, it really wasn't even that long ago I was on here and I, I love being on the podcast and I'll be back as
0: many times as you let me. Hey,
1: all the time. This is your home.
0: Yeah, we, we love having you on Emily. You're, you're Brilliant, you always bring a new edge to it for us and it's fantastic, so thank you so much for joining us again.
2: Thank you guys. I love you
0: guys.
1: <laughs> Count We love you. We love you. 2025. Okay. Dom Count us out my man.
0: Alright, Ravens on three. One, <laughs> a two, a three. Ravens. Ravens.